to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. We are your two hosts. I am Don CM Chuck, <laughs> and this is Don Double A for Adam and Tim Adam. Uh, guys, uh, welcome to our episode tonight called, as you can see on the bottom, Gangs of Friday Night. Guys, normally we don't tell you right out the gate what we're going to be talking about, but you know, I think we're giving it away now pretty much here with the background and and uh, uh, my attire, though Double A said I look like an old school broadcaster, so you know what I mean. I might as well give you a little bit of the uh, tonight. Joe Frazier versus Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest bouts of all time. <clears throat> Double A, how's it going, man? Talk uh, a little bit to us. You know what? Uh, it kind of sucked this week, but uh, we're here now. I know we are here on Friday night. <laughs> uh, best place to be on Friday night. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, guys. Uh, if you're listening in, tuning in, however it is you may choose to listen, you may be listening to us uh, live on Facebook Live. Just to remind you, we go live every Friday night on Facebook Live, and you can join us there for the conversation that we're having live. Feel free to comment in, uh, say hello, uh, add to the conversation. We read those comments just about every 30 minutes. Uh, but in the beginning of the show now and at the end of the show, we're going to uh, open and close by reading your comments, talking to you as well for a few minutes before we really get into the topic, the meat and veg of the the uh, the meat and veg of the uh, subject matter. Um, so yeah, we invite you guys to join. But if not, you're not able to join us. You can always check us out anywhere where podcasts are available. Uh, all of our links are in any of our social media. Just go to click on the link for link tree. You can find the link to Spotify, the link to YouTube, um, the link to uh, pretty much everything. I'm getting all the links up there. But in one way, one form or another, you can find the link to get to us, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, you know that's where you can listen to the show again spotify anchor itunes i mean we say it all the time so if there's some reason you can't listen to just the audio and you want to let us know we'll make sure that we can put you in the right direction um but uh guys let's go ahead and get over to the comment section and check looks like we got one in so far uh we like to give this chance for you guys to come in and say hello and say hi uh it looks like uh maria is here hi maria uh steve is here steve says cheers guys steve we're starting with something new tonight. If you haven't tried this yet, Dos Equis, the lime and salt edition here. So I found this over at the HEB on Goliad. $10 for a six-pack, though, so a little bit steep. Yeah, but but uh, we're definitely going to give it give it some of a – give it a, re- a review here. I'll let Double A is the Dos Equis, the resident Dos Equis guy, so he'll rate and review it and let, let you guys know. Steve, how are you doing tonight? Hope you're doing well. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, it's always good to see familiar faces again. Absolutely, absolutely. We love when uh, all of you guys join in. Uh, Kara says, Kara's in the house. Kara says, how is it? Okay, well, let's tell you right now. Clank a glass. Cheers to the Friday Night Faithful and all the Friday Nighters, guys. Happy Friday. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's good. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I, I like it. I would say I like it better than regular dose. Yeah, that's uh, that's way better. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's, really good. That's really good. Yeah, worth ten bucks for a six yes, pack. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. There you have it, right there. That's yeah. the man, right there. 
worth it. Guys, again, it's no mystery tonight what we're going to be talking about. We've got the man in the back hanging here, uh, the Don himself, Don Vito Corleone. Uh, and next to him, we've got the Warriors. And then you've got down below, you can kind of see it there, the Scarface Tony Montana uh, lamp there, Tony Montana. So it tells you, uh, like our title says, guys, tonight, the gang is a Friday night. Our take and our examination of the influence and the, uh, I don't know what else you would say, the, just the the way that the mob movies, mob movies, mafia movies, gangster movies, call them what you will, uh, you know, what counts, what doesn't, who's in, who's not, I and mean, which ones do we like, yeah, love, hate? I, at first, we're just going to call this mobster movies, but then we're like, we're kind of limiting ourselves that we just go by mobsters. So it was like, let's uh, bring in the gangs, let's bring in you know, gang warfare, drug warfare, yeah, you know, crime movies that all under kind of the banner, you know, but when you think mobsters, I mean, you really think, you know, Godfather. You sure. Know? So sure. <laughs> we just want to dive in, tell you what we think is our favorite, uh, you know, mobster movie, gang movie, drug movie, you know, uh, what they mean to us, <laughs> what they mean to other people. Totally. You know, so uh, numerous viewings, uh, guys. Uh, bear with me as I'm as I'm wearing all this stuff. I may begin stripping it off because it's warm and and uh, my headset doesn't exactly fit on while I uh, while I have the hat on. So uh, I want to be comfortable here. As you can see me, I'm leaning back to talk to Double A and stuff like that. So uh, let's see. But uh, again, guys, in the beginning part of the show, now what we're doing is reading your comments, you're reading your highs and hellos, and anything you want to add uh, up front to the conversation. So let's see. Um, let me see here. Oh, Mario Delgado joined the conversation. Hey, Mario. Mario says, Mario says, when I was a kid, I asked God for a bike, but I know it doesn't work that way. So I stole a bike and asked him for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, I know that that's got to be a classic line from a movie. Do you know that one, Double A? No. Or, un <sighs> unless that's out of Mario's own mob script. Mario, you might have to fill us in. I don't recognize that, but that's uh, hilarious as hell. Uh, Jess is in the house. She says, uh, oh, yum. Uh, so, Carrie, that answers your question right there, too. It's very tasty. Very tasty. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Um, Double A, do we have any, like, upfront news or anything we want to kind of talk about briefly before we get going? Oh, Michael Corleone. Uh, really? Okay. Okay. I don't remember that Michael Corleone quote. Damn, I had to get back into that one. Uh, Mario, did you watch Coda, the new recut of The Godfather 3? We plan to talk about it, but I'm just curious if you happen to see that. They they re they re-released that, and we'll get to that. But um, uh, yeah, big news in the comic book world. Uh, Justice League, they finally have an announced date, yeah. March 18th. Yeah, the Snyder Cut. Be For those interested in the Snyder Cut, it's coming out March the 18th. People have been waiting, right? Uh, they waiting, released those flags, the, the posters, yeah. and the posters look pretty cool. The posters do look cool, but we shall see if it is worth it or not. I can tell you this, guys. For everything that people say about the DC movies, whoever does their trailers, they deserve a fucking Oscar. The trailers are good. I have never been left like more hungry than the Batman vs Superman trailer. Where I was Same like, here. oh my god, For me, it was I Man of Steel. Uh, oh, okay. Get very awesome, also. Yeah. And you're just like, man, like I, I was getting more and more pumped up when Man yeah. of Steel came out. Like I knew that I was gonna go see that movie like the mm -hmm. first week, mm -hmm. like be in line theaters, like because there, yeah. there's. And I did for Man of Steel. Yeah, those trailers are great, and I, I love, I, I did like Man of Steel. I mean, I didn't love, I didn't love any of them. Like I loved them, you know what I mean? But, but um, you know, I mean, like I said, I, we can look back and say, hey, you know what I mean? Like I still liked it. I own Man of Steel. That's the only one I think I own. I don't own Justice League or, yeah. or. Batman v Superman or whatever. I mean, like, but again, I don't hate them. You know what I mean? Like, some people are ra like rabidly hating them. You know what I mean? I don't feel. I don't that hate way. them, but I don't like the stories. Right. Right. 
I get you. I get you. Let's check the comments here again. Uh, <laughs> Mario gives us a boo. Who, who, what, where? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. They're uh, long movies. <laughs> before we get into uh, the episode, uh, we did go by uh, our comic book grabs mm -hmm. and uh, checked out this very cool uh, new Fifty Two Green Lantern one and two. You can see it, Sinestro wearing his Green Lantern outfit again. Very cool. So that's what kind of intrigued me about this one because I was like, whoa. Show the other one again, double because I think the glare caught it. There you go. That's a cool picture. Yeah. Jeff Johns is the I was writer. about to ask you who's writing those. Yeah. So very cool story. I'm going to be picking more of those up. CM, tell me about this story about the Green Lantern who patrolled the sector for Krypton. Mm -hmm. And he feels extremely guilty throughout yeah. the decades because he felt to save Krypton. <laughs> yeah so he like, is like begging superman to kill him you know out of you know i don't know he just feels worthless he feels shitty i mean i would know? imagine so, yeah pretty much he didn't do his job very cool story i didn't know about this until cm told me about it <laughs> and i want a wanna, very cool story i want to give credit where credit's due uh the the writer can i see real quick yeah, yeah. the writer uh jim kruger was on the recent episode of Fat Man Beyond. You guys know I love to listen to Fat Man Beyond, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard, and one of my favorite podcasts, uh, partially inspired this show. Uh, and he was on. He was their guest, and he wrote Earth X with Alex Ross. And uh, he was talking about this story, and Kevin Smith was so geeked about it. And I thought it was a new story that he'd written, but apparently it is an older story from 2014. But we had a fun Wednesday. Our Wednesday was fun. We went out to the comic store together and we looked for some books. Uh, I, I know we're showing you guys older stuff. We, we really, there wasn't really anything new that we picked up. Um, but I was telling him about it. We went to go look in the Adventures of Superman section. I found two copies. Double A, just based on what I told him I heard on the episode, bought it straight out. So it was uh, very, very cool. No, um, Mario, I don't have that one. Sorry. Yeah, Mario had says here, uh, there is a variant Sinestro with teardrop under his eye. Check yours. Oh, man, that would have been sweet um jeremy's in the house what's up jeremy what's up, jeremy what's up kiddo uh i was surprised that i did not have this cm uh vengeance his first appearance oh, uh cool. you know if anyone recognized him he looks like a roided up ghostwriter but <laughs> very cool character in his own way so i picked this up for like 13 bucks so not too bad and then this one cm gave it to me wanda her timeless cover from Alex Ross. Love. If any of you guys have been watching WandaVision, it is a fucking great show. Great show. I have not seen that last episode, so please, no spoilers. No spoilers. But I love it. I love the show. I love where it's going. So I can't wait. And that was my pickups. Very nice. Very nice. And I also picked up The Adventures of Superman. And I picked up some Stranger Things for my nephew. Uh, some That's of right. you, so, Yeah. Yeah, he's starting to get into a little bit into comics because it's got to be what he likes. So I also borrowed from our last week episode an issue of uh, Batman versus uh, the Predator to show to him because he's been really into the Predator lately since the Predator debuted on Fortnite. And they also debuted the T-800 and Sarah Connor. Ooh. So you can be those skins in Fortnite. So it's very cool. And uh, he started asking me a lot of questions about Predator. So we're watching our way to the Predator movies um he's a little young i know that some of them are pretty violent but i mean you know i watched them when i was that age i was reading preacher when i was like 12. yeah so it's, we turned yeah. out fine so <laughs> anyway he was okay with it he got a little bit scared of uh we watched predator one predator two then he watched on his own without me he watched uh the first avp, AVP. and he liked it a lot he said he really liked that was i think his favorite one he liked seeing the alien i thought he would be a little bit scared of the xenomorphs because i think the alien is just more scary 
Um, but then when we started to watch Requiem, which was the second one, the second AVP, I hadn't seen it. I didn't realize I hadn't seen it. Uh, he got a little bit scared. It's like in the beginning, it, they're like on the sewer, and it's like there's like the xenomorphs are running around quite a bit, and it's kind of like a little bit. Is it intense? Has he seen Predators? No, we're, that's we're gonna, actually my second favorite Predator really? movie in the franchise. We're doing that one next. That's the Adrian Brody yes, one, right? I yeah, I love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a nice love box set one. from Amazon. Only twenty five bucks. Oh, nice. Twenty bucks. Like I got all four. I and was then hoping I had to they were going to make separate. a sequel, but they never did on that one. Yeah, that's, that's they went straight to the Predator. The Predator, yeah, right? Right. Yeah, I remember that one. Not that well received. It, it sucks too because it's uh, Shane uh, Black. Yeah, who, who was, was in the original Predator, and then he was he had a pretty nice writing career as well. He wrote. Uh, Charlie's the weapon. Oh, leave the weapon. That's yeah. right. That's mm -hmm. right. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. See, so there you go. Um, let's see some comments here. Um, Steve says, Steve, "I've never of, seen that movie, and I love Charles Bronson." Yeah, he's one of my first, papers. The Velocity Papers. Okay, with Charles Bronson. Ooh, nice. yeah, and Lino Ventura. Okay, I love gotta, Charles Bronson. Look, yeah, this is a big yeah. Charles Bronson fan. He got me into watching. You know, last year it's probably like I shame to admit, but it's my first time seeing like the original Death Wish. Uh, which I loved after I saw it. And I was like, man, what a great movie. Because uh, my dad has always been a huge Charles Bronson fan. And my mom, too. They both love those Death Wish movies. Uh, oddly enough, they didn't show me those. All the other rated R shit I watched as a kid, I didn't see those. But, yeah. Uh, Jeremy says, uh, dude, Predators is legit. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, very much so. We agree, Jeremy. And then uh, Steve says, gangster movies for sure. Uh, and Maria says, I'm watching it. Are watching you watching? What? Which one are you watching? Uh, Maria, Mario, if you're still in the house with us, uh, I do have some questions for you because I was out and about, and this oh, is not right. particularly the forum to be uh, asking you, but what the hell, I can do whatever I want on my show. <laughs> so so uh, Mario, WandaVision does have me excited and wanting to read some more Scarlet Witch and Vision stuff. Um, I'm trying to track down some House of M. Is there any House of M around that you know of or can get your hands on? Uh, Single issues, a nice trade. Would love to read that. I've also seen that there is a trade of Vision and Wanda stories. If you have anything like that, can get your hands on. Additionally, Mario, while I was out looking for when we did our comic book thing, me and Double A on Wednesday, we found some. Um, I also found for my nephew some Predator comics, uh, some one shots, and I was informed that Marvel is going to be collecting all the Predators. They now have the right to the oh, Alien and the shit. Predator, so they're going to be doing some omnibuses. Nice. Not a huge omnibus fan. If it's a big old big tomb i don't want to be like game of thrones sam reading this mm. big old i don't have anywhere to sit and read something like that but if they're a nice size uh the gal at the shop we were at told us that it would be in the previews but i'd rather go through you so if you can give me any heads up on that mario i'd appreciate it uh if you're still with us uh let's see here let's in the house she says hi cousin love, love you uh, love you love you and Predators. Oh, mom is watching that right now. Nice. Okay, mom, cool, mom. Nice. Steve, awesome. back in 72, that was prime Charles Bronson. Yeah, right for sure, for sure. Prime me, stuff right there. Let me get my next layer off here, guys. As we warm up. Guys, seriously, this uh, this is probably the best Dos Equis, uh I've had. So I would re highly recommend this six-pack. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> right pretty there. Pretty damn good. And yeah. again, in the in the kind of like neat, like spiral. Yeah, green that one's really good. Lime and salt, yeah. yeah. And we've had the lime and salt shiner. Not as good as this one. I think this mm. one's might be a little mm. bit better. Yeah. So cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, checking it elsewhere, guys. Yeah. So not that much news today, um, comic book wise. And we've already right. talked to you guys for a few minutes here. Uh, says, Mario says alien variants are out. Are hot. Are, are hot. Out, oh, hot. are out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really care for the the new covers that are out. I mean, I they look cool, but I'm not. I'm not looking for those. I'm looking for more. Like I know there was a predator story, Mario, that followed up after. Um, 
Predator 2, when they give Danny Glover that old gun school right? pistol. Yes, it explains a gun. Yeah, and I've yeah. been told that yeah. that story is within um, a decade of Dark Horse issue one, and that it's apparently hard to come by. I decided to look for Predator comics after, you know, 40 years, and well, now I find out the one I want is hard to come by. But uh, again, if you have any line on the uh, collected versions that are going to come out, please let me know. It uh, makes me especially more happy to own the Terminator one that you uh, Big time. uh gave Big me time. for christmas I, I showed my nephew that i actually unwrapped it and showed him he thought the silver uh edge pages were really neat when we were looking at some of the art so neat to know that that's back in the house uh steve's asked that the cans are the uh 16 ounce or 12 these are 12 ounce cans we're drinking again uh steve it was a six pack for 10 bucks which kind of i think those secchies are usually always pretty expensive yeah so yeah but i am hearing that, that can, might be the right price actually yeah <laughs> i'm hearing you can find the big cans uh like at the front of like the you know your local ice house whatever uh if you go to qt or i don't think they do the big bin of ice wherever it is you go that they've got like the the beers ice down in the front mm -hmm. i've been hearing people say um that you can get that one uh in the big can as well so uh yes uh let i'm all dressed up i am all dressed up uh let which we might as well get right into it yeah let's get into today it. i was trying to look more more uh more mafioso for our mob episode here but it doesn't work with my headphones. I got to remember not to wear hats so much when I'm doing the show. And then I was like kind of suited up. But uh, it's warm as we podcast. So like I said, I may be taking it off as we go here. But yeah, Double A. Yes. I mean, um, dude, we, how long? We've been watching mob movies since we were Forever. little Forever. kids. You yeah. know what I mean? And and uh, I feel like, you know, there's – sometimes we would hold on to maybe the main known ones till the end. Mm -hmm. But um, – you know, I said, let's just get them right out yeah, there, right out, yeah. right out the gate. Um, and I want to say real quick, this uh, episode is kind of inspired by uh, Roxanne again, Roxanne Hope. Yes, yes. Uh, and she was the one that wanted to hear our uh, our thoughts on the mobster movies. Yeah, so, uh, Aaron also, Aaron B. had asked, too, about a, a mob to episode. So, so uh, we're trying to get that. Yeah. We had initially thought maybe of having him on for a mob episode, but um, I think Aaron kind of changed his he's mind. Busy. So, yeah, he's busy. Yeah, he's a busy guy. So. He's a He's so, doing a million things. Yeah, at yeah. once. So, you know, so he's probably eating a burger right now, talking about cars, and <laughs> thinking of his next business idea, watching the stock market, watching the stock yeah, market. Yeah, he's probably investing in GameStop right now. No kidding, right? <laughs> By the way, kudos to the redditors on that and uh, the power of the internet, guys. That was really rad. If you're following any of that story, um, wow, you know what I mean? It's uh, the little guy. The little guy wins one. I think right? he puts on like trader trading places uh yeah yeah i put some trading places up for the girl i just thought it was such a i thought it was, it's it's a story like it's like the little guy winning story if you really follow that that story and um uh, i just put some stuff up in the friday night faithful group just about uh about that or whatever <laughs> so uh definitely a cool story if you guys want to go read more about it. it it'll be made into a movie i'm sure they're gonna it's almost like one of those movies where it's like uh yeah, like uh, what is it that twenty one? Yeah, those kids counting the cards. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. a story of people kind of yeah. you know winning out in the money like that. Okay, uh, CM. So uh, you're saying how you know kind of like how we start getting into mom movies. Yeah. For me, that's me. I got into it about ninety four, ninety five when you came over to our house and you showed us Casino. That was my first ever mobster movie that I had ever seen. Was really? Casino. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes, I had never seen anything like that up to that point. I didn't know anything really about mobsters up to that point. So Casino was my opening door for all that kind of stuff. Nice. Opened it for Martin Scorsese. Never seen a Martin Scorsese movie before Casino. 
So that was wow. my intro. I did to, not know that. All that. Yeah. And it kind of just opened the door for me for everything else that followed. Every time someone had a suggestion that I should see this, I went and I went to go see it, you know? So uh, that's where my love came from. And I started, you know, going into books, digging into all the history, yeah. seeing who these characters really were, all that stuff. You know, after finding out a lot of this stuff was true, you know, yeah. like Casino was basically right. a true story. I was like, wow, there's actually people out there like that, <laughs> you know, that bury people in the in the desert. And, you know, that how Joe Pesci's character in Casino got killed like that. That was real. Him and his brother actually got killed like that Yeah, uh, with the bat. So that's it's scary, but intriguing at the same time, knowing that that was real. No, knowing totally. that there was people like that, that was, you know, like that. So Casino was a very big eye-opening movie for me yeah uh growing up so love casino yeah. i love casino uh, real quick i want to address some comments here uh nene in the house Gosh, what up nene <laughs> let me give you a little shout out right here before you leave my live uh and then you think i didn't give you a shout out when i did and you asked me for my autograph on your butt cheek absolutely i can do that oh, for you, you get a tattoo it, it needs to be smooth though i don't like all that hair bro so take care of that first um uh, Steve just asked Steve, a great question. We debated about that one a lot, actually. Yeah, and that's kind of what inspired you. know, we got it hanging back here, right? And yeah, Double A, talk a little bit about this, guys. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, you can see hanging behind us, we've got two large posters. One is of the, the Godfather, obviously one of the icons of, of mob mafia yeah. films, yeah. if not the, you know what I mean, uh, main one. But the other is the Warriors. And Steve's asking uh, in, our, in our chat here, what do we think about the Warriors? Well, I can tell you this, we both love it. Love it. And in fact, your poster has a cool story to it. Yeah. So uh, about a few years ago, the Warriors came to Alamo City Comic Con at the Alamo Dome. And uh, I was able to meet about uh, seven of them, seven of the main Warriors. Uh, very cool. They were all lined up. They all had it. You know, I got Vermin. You know, mm -hmm. he wrote, I got the big one. I got the big one. You know, the Fox and the one that dies on the train. Yeah. Uh, Cochise, you know, uh, Swan. Very cool. Swan right here. I got to meet Swan. Uh, I forget her name, Mercy. I got to meet Mercy. That's right. She was very nice. Cleon, the leader, the one that dies yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, Cleon. And then Ajax, probably the most well-known one. Yeah, because he uh, came out in a lot of other stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of No wimps. James Remar from 48 Hours. and I mean, just a whole bunch of shit. Django Unchained, he comes out in the beginning. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's in Django yeah, Unchained. So yeah. it, it was very cool, and uh, it was a really cool moment for me and my wife. Uh, they had, like, the a big screen up there, and right uh, right at that moment, that's when you hear, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cyrus. Cyrus. Mm -hmm. No, not Cyrus. Uh, T-Bird's character. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, shit. From the, the Rogues, the leader yeah. of the Rogues. Yeah, well, anyways, Forget where he's name. clinking the bottles, right? Yeah. And he's saying Warriors. It's up on the monitor. And all of them look up, and they all had like this like straight face, and it's like, damn, they're about to go to battle again. That's you pretty know? badass. That's so, pretty badass. Uh, I love the movie. It's kind of set like in the future, right? Uh, no, Supposedly. I believe it takes place in its regular okay. time. I think. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I always love this poster. You know, these are the armies of the night, a hundred thousand strong. They outnumber the cops five to one. They could run New York City, but they're out to get the Warriors tonight. So. And it's very cool. It's just a very cool poster. All the game colors, the yeah. the vest, everything. Steve know. asked that here in the chat. Double says, did they bring the vest? Yes, they did. Swan is actually selling a vest, and I should have got one, and I didn't. Uh, what were they running? 
with the autograph, I think it was like over a little over a hundred. Oof. Yeah. But damn, to have that vest though, yeah. like, that would I know, but sweet. each of them were charging forty, so yeah. we're like, fuck. Yeah, know, and so. to get all of them, so that's pretty good. That man. was I pretty mean, cool. I think it was a cool moment, and uh, I had pictures with all of them. So yeah. that was pretty damn cool. So, so guys, if you've never seen the, the the movie The Warriors, I got turned on to it again by my sister's ex boyfriend John. He was a, a he was a buff a aficionado of that. You know, not only comedy films we talked about on her episode, but uh, that movie. He was like, man, I can't believe you never seen this. You know, because he's a little bit younger than me, and I was like, no, nah, I'll check it out. Fell in love with it after one viewing. And again, uh, you introduced me. I was going to say, I think I was the one telling yes, you did. to check it out. Yes, and you did. You because, got became a bigger fan yeah, than me. Yeah. So I loved it. I fell in love with it. I think it's a great movie. It's a, you know, they get blamed for a murder of the biggest gang leader in the whole city. And they're running. They're literally running behind enemy lines trying to get out of New York City. Mm -hmm. It's a great, intense thrill ride. I mean, they encounter gang after gang yeah. after gang yeah. just trying to kill them. It's fucking merciless, man. My merciless. Uh, my sister, you guys, Untamable <laughs> Amy, who you've seen on this show before and heard on this show before, she did a great costume one year. She borrowed a costume from Foxy Roxy, the Rockford Peach from uh, A League of Their Own. Yes. But she painted her face like a baseball uh, fury. One of the baseball So I was like, wow, that's yeah. a neat combo costume. You're like a female baseball fury. So if you know the movie The Warriors, the baseball yeah. furies were this yeah. badass yeah, gang with the, baseball right bats. Here. I, I know you really can't see it, but yeah. they're up in the front. They're one of the more recognizable faces of the, the Warriors. They movies. did the face paint, and they were dressed like baseball players, and they carried baseball bats. But there were so many other gangs. The high hats, they yeah. wore high hats, yes. uh, like top hats, and they looked yeah. a certain way. And then you had, you know, like we said, the rogues. There was the, the Turnbull ACs. They yeah. actually made a video game about it, which was odd. That's right, they did. Years later, yes. they made that game. Yeah, when it like it, it got like rediscovered again. Right, and, right. One of those things know. that it blew up, and then everyone yeah. caught on to yeah. it. And we were playing that game, and it's like you know you're you you have their hideout, you train, you just work out, and then you go out and you like you know bust heads or whatever. It was a pretty cool, pretty cool little uh, game. So we love the Warriors. We think it's right up there. We think it's a great, great game movie. Uh, we love it. You know, again, everything's there. The colors, the mm -hmm. vest, uh, how they spray paint out the other gang members, you know, yeah. symbols and cool characters, yeah. cool lines. Very colorful. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> very a quotable. A movie very, that, very quotable. If it's on, you want to watch yes. it. You know what I mean? Like yes. um I don't think I own a copy. There's a weird reason for that. I think I, I think that I don't like the stolen. copy I have. Yeah. Okay. I hated the special edition they did because they mm -hmm. kind of put in comic book stuff. Ah. And they kind of take away a lot of things. Like I like the original version, okay, the theatrical than the one I have. Interesting. You know? So Interesting. yeah, is so, that a Blu-ray or is that it's a, a Blu-ray? But man, okay. like I say, it's just it's different. It kind of changes yeah. up a little bit. See, sometimes I'm always waiting for like a good copy, mm -hmm. like a good transfer. Is it on Blu-ray? Is it not? You know what I mean? So uh, it just really depends. So for me, I don't own a copy yet, but I would 100% own a copy of that movie. And uh, multiple watcher i mean i've seen it multiple times yeah, same like, here so it, it same hits here. all of the things that are there so we considered it because it's a gang movie about gangs yeah. you know what i mean so great soundtrack yeah. too yeah great great soundtrack yes, great that's soundtrack. another thing that you'll see like a lot of these in common is a lot of these gang movies mobster movies crime movies they all really always have great soundtracks don't mm -hmm. you think Sam? oh yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, maybe we can thank martin scorsese for that really yeah you know? that's true the mr uh, rolling stones loves yeah. to put uh, the rolling yeah. stones in his uh in his uh, what is it uh give me shelter yeah give, give me, me shelter, shelter. It's like in all of the scorsese's we uh, all know that song if you hear it if you don't know can you hear me you know. knocking you know mm -hmm. casino you know yeah uh heart of stone you know that's another good rolling stone one you know 
Uh, I think he plays a shitload in The Departed, I think. I'm not yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. But one of my favorites from Dropkick Murphy shipping up to Boston, play, play it twice in The Departed. Um, what about you, uh, CM? What was, like, uh, the first one that you're like, you know what, man? I really like this genre of mobster movies. So what for, was your first one? For me, I would think that it's hard for me to remember what was the first. Uh, and guys, just a reminder that, uh, I do take a little, we don't, we don't turn off the Facebook live. We'll still be here with you and we'll read some more comments and answer questions. Um, but, uh, I take a quick, like two minute break, uh, for our, uh, audio stream so that they can, uh, load in and boot or whatever we're getting, we're getting near that. But, uh, um, when we get there, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Uh, but for me, I, I think if I had to think back, the friend of the first one I remember kind of seeing was Scarface. Okay. I remember it kind of okay. like maybe good being, being on. It was like on. I don't know if my dad was like watching it or whatever. You know, of course, the vo the voice, very quotable. Uh, Al Pacino's role. Uh, so many quotable lines. So many parts that now as an adult you watch are kind of funny. I mean, I hear some people think that it's like kind of like not – it's like an over-the-top, like, you know, It's not over-the-top. It, and I want to really kind of dig into this because I saw a documentary on Showtime, which I highly recommend. It's called Cocaine Cowboys, which I'm pretty mm -hmm. damn sure this is where they really got it from. Mm -hmm. Those guys were fucking wild. They were out of control. Those yeah. Colombians, Cubans, uh, everything you see in Scarface, they did for real. They yeah. shot people in, in daylight and dark everywhere. I mean, it's brutal. That Cocaine Cowboys, it's called Cocaine Cowboys. It, they usually show it on Showtime a lot. And pretty much they say the state of Florida is built on drug money from the 80s, 70s and 80s from all those Colombians and Cubans that were there during that time. So what a neat tie-in to that is double A's and they may be, I don't, I haven't seen that documentary you're talking about. They maybe they show him, but when you're watching Tiger King, they talk oh. to this one guy who's down there. He talks kind of like Tony and they say that he's kind of the basis for Tony. Okay. He had okay. the tigers there at his thing. Yeah. He, they, he was kind of a, a known gangster and that's and he owned tigers or whatever and he like he's alive though i mean like, like he doesn't have like an end like tony's but but um when you hear him talking you could it made me be like man i want to look up more I, I can't think of his name right now but maybe want to look up more about him and learn you know like i was like holy shit this guy's like the basis for tony montana like okay you know and he legit had the money to do it obviously because he was they were saying how his money kind of came from coke and all yeah, that but yeah. that was like a that's a cool little part about yeah. like people that own big cats in in florida you know like joe exotic and all them guys we're gonna take a quick quick break uh on the audio and we'll be right back when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply uh, thanks right. for hanging out with us guys we're back we're talking all things mob movies yeah um, right now we're talking scarface yeah one of the things i mentioned guys during the uh for the our audio listeners uh steve uh in our chat commented in and again remember if you're listening to us on audio and you ever want to join in live on the facebook live we do go live every friday night so that you can come in uh, joining the conversation, whatever the topic is about this week, all things mafia, mob, gangster movies, whatever you want to call it. But Steve mentioned the chainsaw scene in Scarface. Brutal. Which brutal, I was brutal scene. Telling Double A before the break, the guy in the Tiger King show of all places that owns the Tigers, whatever they show him, um, that they say I think is the basis for the Tony Montana character. Uh, he talks about that scene in the Tiger King or whatever, and he was like, oh, yeah, that scene's kind of based on 
a situation that he was in that he claimed he did not take part in. Of course but, not. You know, of, of course, course you got to say that. I mean, the guy's alive and like living his life with the big tiger. So, I mean, I guess it's, <laughs> it's all good. But uh, Sam, no, uh, Scarface. I mean, yeah. where do you think of it? What was like your first impression when you saw it? Well, um, I mean, I, I just, think a lot of people kind of get the wrong message about the movie. Yeah. Great movie, but I think a lot of them get the wrong message about it. You know, it's funny because I heard this comedian that I like a lot, John Mulaney. Okay. Uh, he does this thing. He does a bit about that. And he goes, it, he goes, I always get upset when people compare The Godfather and Scarface and talk about them yeah. in the same thing. Yeah. He goes, because to me, he goes, one is really great, The Godfather, mm -hmm. and the one is like almost like comical or whatever. Now, mm -hmm. I don't feel like that. I, I wouldn't say it's comical at all. I don't think Scarface no. is comical whatsoever. I think it feels over the top, but it's also an 80s movie, and it's about 80s excess, and it's about, uh, you know, my first thoughts of it were not necessarily that, like, oh, I, I thought Tony was this cool guy that I thought, you know, like I wanted to be or anything like that. I just thought that it was, like, an interesting story of a guy's rise from nothing and then his eventual descent. Like, oh, oh he took in too much, too Look, fast, too the, hard. The Tony Ma character... Tony Montana character is a bad, bad person, horrible mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. that will, you know, stoop to violence for whatever. Uh, you know, he doesn't care about a lot of things, you know. I mean, it, he's just all about getting to the top where he thinks he should be. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's very admirable quality, you know, but the way he does about it is just very brutal. It's a very brutal. Now, I don't know how anyone can really think Scarface is comical. Maybe it's because over the years it's been so quoted. <laughs> And it's been sung about, but there's nothing right. there's nothing comical about Scarface. It's a scary situation, like the chainsaw situation. Oh yeah. I mean fuck yeah, that's scary as fuck. You know, that the one who plays Angel, his face is mm -hmm. you know, when oh oh and you know, they're doing the chainsaw, he's like, ah, you know, like he's that's a horrible situation to even think about yeah. to be in, you know, for some oh, drugs. Yeah. You know, for yeah. some drugs, you're gonna die in this shitty ass motel. You know, being chainsawed to death. I mean, yeah, that's ugly. And then the way he kills, you know, Ecto, you know, out mm -hmm. in the street, just boom. Yeah. You know, they just didn't give a fuck. But I mean, I looking back, I mean, like, and again, for me, I didn't see those things about Scarface that I guess can be funny until later, uh, which, you know, him and Manny bullshitting, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like that, that looking cool. at the girls yeah. and being like, blah, blah, blah. he's like, put that yeah. fucking tongue away, man. Look like yeah. a lizard, man. Yeah. I mean, there's good moments like that, but I mean, for it to, uh, you know, it's just it's it's a brutal movie. You know? Yeah, even yeah. the way he kills Manny. You know, I'm sorry if I ruined it. You yeah, know, but spoiler alert. But it's been around for like 83. Yeah, it's been around for a good while. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just think you know that too. That part was shocking to me. Like that was yeah, his friend. He kills and, his best friend. Uh, you have uh, it's uh, Mary Elizabeth. Mary Elizabeth what, uh, uh, yes, Master uh, Antonio. Master, yes, as does his sister is Gina. And that whole scene is like freaky. Like you're like, what the fuck? Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like a crazy. I mean, it's yeah. Scarface is a is a whirlwind. You know, uh, I love it. So that was like kind of like my introduction, I guess. And it was kind of like seeing people that got power by taking it. You know what I mean? And they got money by taking it. They got women by taking it. You know what I mean? And it's like you know that I think maybe is like what. I kind of like about mob movies because it's not something that you would do, but you know, when you're seeing this, when I think about Goodfellas, you know, Goodfellas got mentioned in the chat um, earlier and, you know, yeah, uh, by Jeremy, by yeah. Jeremy, great, great film. And by the way, yes. Hi, Crystal. Uh, thank you for joining us on, Crystal, the, on, on the live. Cheers. 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 For my cowboy. Coat. Oh no, no. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> cheers, Crystal. Yeah. We them boys, Crystal. <laughs> Y'all them boys. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. I wasn't uh, talking about it. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, but 
yeah, so what I liked about Henry Hill, and especially as I got older, is I'm like, this guy didn't fucking work. Like, he didn't have a job, but he got to have money and cars and women. And, well, I was and like, it shows a pretty cool point. Like in a, but it shows, like, in the, in the beginning, you know, like, he sees how his dad is. Always angry. Yeah. You know, just always pissed off about his situation, that his work sucks. His, yeah. He comes home, and, you know, he's got these kids, and he doesn't have enough money to provide. So he's like, you know what? Fuck this. You know, if this is what it means to be an honest worker, nine to five. No, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I see these He's other guys around stiff. the corner, yeah. these fucking mobsters driving good these suits, badass cars, you know, suits, good, good hanging out, cars. Yeah, yeah, laughing, right, you know, right. And- jewelry on and shit. I didn't have any jewelry or I would have worn pinky <laughs> ring, but, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like if like we see celebrities now. I mean, like back then, the mob, the real mob, the mafia was like celebrities because people wanted to be like them that didn't know the the ugly side. But like now we look at celebrities, right? We look at like a Brad Pitt or whoever, and we're like, oh man, I want to like look like that, you know, have the, that lavish lifestyle or Clooney or whatever. And it's like, if somebody told you, you could get that by maybe just uh, knocking off of work for the day, uh, take a bag and go to a truck and, you know, boost this truck. It's like, it might be enticing or whatever, which is like what a guy like Henry Hill did, you know, back in the 50s, stealing cigarettes, whatever the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? Uh, good fellas. Yeah. What did you think? It was a big eye opener for me. When uh, I first saw it. I immediately thought it was better than Casino. Yes, uh, I agree. Um, I saw it first. Uh, I, know, I know it came out first also. Uh, I saw that one before I saw I Casino. Saw it second. Yeah. yeah. So you watch them in, in reverse. Yes. Um, and it's funny for you to say that I introduced you to, to, to Casino. Um, because I know I read the book, your copy of the book. Yeah. I've read mm-hmm. the book that that book from you, and then I also read the Goodfellas book, Wise uh, Guys. Wise Guys mm-hmm. by by uh, that's what they Nicholas Play in the book. Nicholas Play they call him Wise Guys, not Goodfellas. They changed it for the movie, but um, yeah, man. I mean, for me, it was an eye opener. That part I especially think about is uh, when Henry's wife, you know, Lorraine Bronco mm-hmm. Bronco is is talking about when she meets the wives, the mob wives. And she's like, man, this is what it was like. I thought it was all like romantic, the Cosa Nostra, the mob, you know? And she's like, these women look bad. They had bad hair, bad, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, they wore bad suits. You know what I mean? Like, cause she came from money, like real much makeup. Right. Right. And so it was interesting to see it like that. Cause it kind of makes you think sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, you know, in some versions of the mob, it is like glamorous, it, you know, like the Godfather. You know what I mean? You see people look nice or well dressed and all that. They look off, but in other, there, you know, you get this other version where it's kind of like the tracksuits and mm-hmm. like it's just kind of yeah. like you know, like <laughs> like you've got money but you don't really got yes. money. Like you still yeah. are living in the hood yeah. or whatever, you know. <laughs> so it's a very interesting dynamic. But I absolutely love Goodfellas. Great dialogue, uh, great characters. The beginning blew me away before yeah. like even kind of like it hits to like the credits and the music you know it's you know they're driving it's like robert de niro joe pesci ray Liotta, and then you you know they're driving and you hear you keep hearing something like this like right <laughs> and they're like what the fuck is that all right pull over and it's like some guy that they just fucking killed or like they thought was dead in their trunk and then you see like joe pesci get out this big-ass fucking butcher knife, start stabbing him, <laughs> and then Robert De Niro comes with his gun and shoots the guy like three times. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, damn, what a fucking opening. I mean, you it know? lets you know right away <laughs> what you're in for, right? You're like, okay, we're this is like, you know, and then you've got that great line by by Henry uh, where he says, uh, 
ever since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to, I be, wanted a to be a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> and then he slimes it. <laughs> you know, and it's cool that you get that. I even like that part where the cops stop him and he's telling him, he's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Like he keeps telling yeah, him it's okay. And they're like, fire. no, it's yeah, not he's all okay. like a 15 year old kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you've got that part where it says, they tell him, uh, I took your first pinch like a man and you've got like the older gangsters there greeting him or whatever. And they're all yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, you popped your cherry. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and you've got like De Niro there, like young De Niro, like looking like a badass. Yeah. So like De Niro in this movie plays a real life gangster named Jimmy Conway. And uh, I think it's different in the movie or uh, Jimmy, the jet Conway. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dude was not like an Italian. He was an Irish Jewish mobster and a uh, big earner for the mob. So that's who he plays, kind of like a different role. Joe Pesci plays like uh, this Italian kid that grew up with Henry. Uh, real quick, too, if you guys have like ESPN Plus, there's a great 30 for 30 that with Henry Hill. And it kind of attaches that to Goodfellas where he was actually uh, betting on college games and paying uh, college students to, uh, to throw a game. Yeah, the oh, wow. points. That's a really good 30 for 30. And uh, when they bust him for – you know, some of the other stuff he tells them too about, well, you know what? I was betting on, you know, games too. And they're like, wait, 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 what? You know, <laughs> you know, that's illegal too. So you guys check it out. You got like a 30 for 30. If you got that ESPN plus, check that one out. It's a really good uh, story on Henry Hill. And he comes out too. Henry Hill does come out on that episode too. Nice. And he's now passed the real one. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Steve says in the comments here, Peaky Blinders, uh, British. I've heard that one. I have heard good things. In fact, I just saw that the, uh, the gal that we like from the Queen's Gambit comes out in there. The, uh, uh, Anya, Anya Taylor Joy comes out. Okay. Uh, and Steve, you also said the address for the hoodie and the cap. Excuse me. I'm not sure where you ordered from, but it should ship to you, uh, depending on how you set it up. But if not, if not, don't worry, I'll, I'll I'll get with you off the line. Crystal says too that, um. Um, Boardwalk Empire, it's worth a watch, and it has all the old school gangsters in there from the Prohibition era. Nice, I do love all that, so yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. So, you're talking about Thank like you, your, Crystal, yeah, your Al Capones and your uh, yeah, like your, uh, the uh, man, I forget their names, I'm sorry, I, I know there's like names. the Bonanno family, well, not get, just that, the but the there's a, like other like the one gangster, it's almost like the what, what was that public enemy, like John Dillinger, kind of Jack, like right, those kind Jack of guys, right? right yeah, right, like sure. the one names, like. The baby face, you know, this and right, you know, right. the guys that had the nicknames, you know. I know we talked about uh you know, like Lucky Luciano. Yes, and, yes. Uh, uh, like Meyer all that Lansky. that's from like all that prohibition right. era. Right. Yes. Bugsy yes. Siegel, those yes. type of guys too. So we're gonna talk a little bit about those guys as well. But, yeah, so uh Goodfellas, guys, I mean it's a good movie. There's really not too much to say. Negative at it's all. It's always considered Scorsese's like masterpiece mobster movie. Yeah. Uh, it's Goodfellas. Uh, and I, I would I would agree with I that. I would agree too. I have a really yeah. nice kind of like a book version of it. Uh, that's the version I got. Nice. It's a Blu-ray nice. book version. Uh, very, very beautiful, clean copy. Uh, massive rewatchability. Very. A must own. Uh, as Not even in the genre of mob movies, just in movies, period. Yeah. In all right. movies, I think it's always on consistently on like 100 greatest lists. Always. Always. Movies of all time, guys. Not just mafia mob movies. It's always there. So Poster is very iconic, too. Mm-hmm. Always a very – when you see that poster, you know it's good, fellas. Uh, again, you know, quotable, the funny quotable. lines, the Joe Pesci character, you know what I mean? The like, soundtrack. You know, uh, that uh, Henry Hill meme. You know, Ray Liotta laughing. You yeah, know, that's, yeah. You know, become like a big meme. 
even in the Animaniacs cartoon, they did oh, the Good yeah, the Feathers. Good, the, the Good Pigeon the, or the, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Called, I love those pigeons. They're called Good Feathers. Yeah. And I remember watching that before. I think I'd seen <laughs> Goodfellas, so I didn't really get the reference, but now looking back, it's so hilarious. I saw it afterwards. And, I, man, I fucking cracked up at that. I love those. I love yeah, those pigeons. Yeah. Where what am I, a clown here to amuse you? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, all right, Double A, let's go to the other one we kind of talked about, Scorsese. I mean, like if there was going to be a big three or big four or even big five okay. of, of uh, mob movies. I mean, you cannot talk about, you almost talk about them hand in hand, maybe because of two of the primary characters, De Niro and, and Joe Pesci, uh, but, you know, Casino. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, you've got the true story of uh, Sam, uh, well, in the movie, Sam Rothstein. Uh, is, is Sam Ace Rothstein. Sam Ace Rothstein. Yeah. Uh, but the real guy's Frank name was Lefty Rossendale. Frank Lefty Rosenthal. Right. That's right. Yeah. So there was a real guy. This real hotel was the Stardust, right? Stardust. The yes. Stardust. In Stardust the, Hotel. Yep. In the movie, it's the Tangiers. Yes. Um, but pretty much, it's a straight. I, do you know why the way they couldn't use the? I don't know. Because maybe they. I don't know. But yeah, the maybe they don't want to be associated with that right. anymore. Probably. Who knows? Probably. Uh, but yeah, the movie is very accurate. I read the book that Double A had. Uh, it's just called Casino. Like I said, the book for Goodfellas is called Wise Guy. Because that's what they said. You know, in the movie, he says, "Well, we were good. We were we were good fellas." He says, "We were wise guys." But uh, in Casino, it's just called Casino, and then they just have the real names there. But pretty much, I mean, like yeah, it's, uh, like Joe Pesci's character, uh, Nikki. The real character's name is Anthony Spilotro, mm -hmm. one of the most violent gangsters you'll ever read about. Super violent. Uh, you know. He was there to protect the Chicago outfit's interest in the casino business, which was doing big, big business, you right. know, just huge business. Uh, really great movie. Really great look into, like, how much the mob had their roots mm -hmm. sinked into Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, it was like, damn, the mob really owned Las Vegas yeah. at one point. Where the bosses in the movie, I know he says the bosses were out of Kansas City, where they really... Yes, they were. They were yes. out of Kansas yeah. City, right? Yeah. So, who knew? I don't associate Kansas City. That's why City I said, like, the they mob, send, but... like, Joe Pesci's character over there to protect the, their interests yeah. in that. You know, they're like, that's why they tell those guys, nah, he was in the other hotel. Right. You know, I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we better go to this other hotel. Yeah. I you think know? even the hole in the wall gang thing. That's was like, a real oh, thing. That was all real. That's a real thing. The robberies, yes. and he was a yes. real gangster in, in Vegas. Ginger's a real character. You know, she is everything that. They show her in the movie Sharon Stone character, you know. I mean, yeah. she was just a bad wife. I mean, but he yeah. kind of knew what he was getting. Oh yeah, to. she told yeah. him she didn't love him, but he still wanted to marry her. He, as you he know. said, he covered his bets. You know what I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Sam. But no, I love Casino. A really long movie. It, it doesn't feel long. long. It doesn't yeah. feel long though. Yeah, I don't think. No. Um, do I like it over? Scarface or Goodfellas? No, I don't. At like one it time over it was them. mine until I just started seeing the other movies and it kind of started going down for me. Yeah, uh, it's still a good movie. Uh, you know, Joe Pesci's very intimidating. Oh yeah, <laughs> in that yeah. movie, you'd be surprised. You know, seeing him like in like a lethal weapon. You know, where he plays that. You know, that, a goofball. Yeah, you know, and even like Goodfellas. I mean, he's he's pretty tough in that one, but nowhere near like as scary as Casino. Oh, I know. You know? Yeah, definitely. You definitely yeah. get a real. Uh, maniacal vibe yes. from uh yeah. his character in in, yeah. uh, in casino but now i love that too i love like it's like you know joe page is like a little guy but they make him like the one of the toughest guys yeah. you know and, I mean? and so. the dude was not a big dude either the anthony spilatro yeah. he was not a big dude either he's about the same size as joe pesci uh for real and just he had that reputation yeah he's a very violent gangster yeah. you know but i i like casino good soundtrack uh good movie 
uh, pretty good flow. Don Rico's too in a serious role. That's right. Know? Yeah. Sharon Stone's really good in that movie. James Woods is really good in that I movie. I really like an all-star cast. Yeah. You, know, you got yeah. uh, everyone in there. Um, uh, I always forget his name, that, but from A Few Good Men that plays uh, Lieutenant Weinberg. You know what I mean? He's in oh, there. Oh, yeah, uh, yes, he's, yes. He's, he's um, his name is escaping me right now. But Something yeah. green. Something in, I forget his name too. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, just a great, great cast in uh, in Casino. If you haven't seen it, you know, great soundtrack, great movie. Uh, again, I, I keep saying these things because these are the things I think people like about mob movies as well as like that they're they can be funny. There's funny parts. Yeah. They're quotable mm -hmm. because it's like these. You know, it's usually Italian American characters <sighs> that like. They have their it reminds me a lot of Hispanic culture because they're so full of life and they eat this delicious food like they're always eating in the movies and the food like I'm like, damn, I get like a hankering for like meatballs when I watch, <laughs> you know, these Italian movies um, and uh, Italian, Italian American mob movies. And uh, it, again, it reminds me it, it's so interesting, I think, how there are aspects of those cultures that intersect. You oh, know yeah. I mean? Like, you know, yeah. like food is a big thing for them. Yes. And it's a big thing for us. You can yes. gather around food. Uh, and good fellas. Remember that one scene when they're all in jail? Yeah. And they're making yeah. food oh, in I there. I love that scene. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just talking about it, like, oh, you know, the, the meats and the bread and all that or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, the same thing too, like how they break each other's balls. We yeah. all do that. We like all that's do that. part of, yeah. you know, our, and maybe that's every culture behind closed doors, whatever, but, you know, very family oriented. That's a huge thing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, let me take that note right there, double A, and move talking about family into probably the icon of movies about family where there is nothing more important and hanging right here behind us. I got this specifically for this episode, but uh, The Godfather, double a, it's Man. hard to even think about them as single movies almost. So when I started getting into mob movies, the one movie that everyone kept mentioning mm -hmm. to me was Godfather. So I went to Camelot, uh, the, the store Camelot. Dating yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and this was before DVDs. And I asked my brother, I was like, can you take me to Camelot, please? And I wanted to see if they have the Godfather 1, 2, and 3. Sure enough, they did. They had the box sets, the video box sets of 1, 2, and 3. Snagged them up, saw one that night, and I was hooked immediately, just immediately. That movie is so fucking good. You know, Marlon Brando is so good. Al Pacino is so good. Perfect, John Cazell man. is so good. Yes. Uh, you know, Robert Duvall, awesome. You know, James Caan is great. Talia Shire, awesome. What you a know, cast. I mean, what beautiful movie. You know, the marriage, the whole, you know, him, you know, taking all these meetings uh, on his daughter's wedding day. <laughs> yeah. Know, the The – rivalry with the Tatalias, with you know barzini you know the five families of new york mm -hmm. you know taking all that stuff and it it was just i was blown away by the godfather so many quotable lines that you have heard of before that you but you never seen the movie right and you're like wow this is yeah. where it comes from I, I was definitely yeah. in that <laughs> camp because i was in the i think that i watched those movies first with you guys and your brothers, oh, okay. you had already seen okay. them. Okay. Because I was like, I'd seen a lot of mob movies, gangster movies, like those movies, just had never seen that one. I think it was one of those situations where, excuse me, back in the Blockbuster video days, I'd go to Blockbuster and I'd go to rent something and it was usually like a new release. So I really wouldn't look around for it. Uh, there were, there are specific situations I can remember where I rented older movies. Like, you know, I can remember renting Excalibur. Mm -hmm. I can remember renting Reservoir Dogs. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, but that was one that I don't know what, for whatever reason it wasn't really like on my radar in, in the same way that Citizen Kane wasn't, you know, I mean, I knew it was like an iconic movie. I knew it was classic. Again, those are usually number one and number two on every greatest movie of all time list. The Godfather. I think it, usually it really just depends. Like say you get into wrestling, you want to see like old school wrestling tapes, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it was for me when right. I saw Casino, Goodfellas, all those. You want to go back. You I wanted to history. see like the main one, the one that everyone's sure. always talking about. Sure. So I was eating it up. Oh yeah. You know, I was like, give me every fucking Godfather thing you can give me. You yeah. Know? And I was, again, I was just blown away. It's made in 1972, and just the way they dress, the way they talk, uh, Al Pacino's performance, you know, Marlon Brando. How about like, that score? <laughs> How about score? that score that just sucks oh, you man. right in? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that, was, that has to be one of the most recognizable pieces of music totally. in history. Totally. Um, we got to hear Slash play it. Yes. From yes, Guns N' Roses while we were yes. there. Um, um, I ate it up, and then you know when Godfather Two, I fight, I put Godfather Two on the next day. Oh man, I like that one even more than Godfather Part One. Yeah, I love the flashback story of yes. the rise of Vito. Yes, and uh, kind of like Michael's kind of like downfall. It's not really a downfall, but just of him losing his humanity. Yeah, where you're seeing like the two differences between the father and son, where the father still loved his family kept it close kept his family close where michael is losing his family at the same yeah. time all for the same goal but just different ways of how they were doing it michael is becoming more ruthless more cold more distant from everyone where beetle is pulling in his family right more, you know right. and kind of wanted to get away from the life of a mobster yeah. of a, a mafioso yeah it's so funny right because here you have you know vito corleone that is this mob leader mm -hmm. you know what i mean this don but uh, it's very likable and very lovable very and likeable. very like yeah. you kind of see him as as a straight up family man. Like, man, you know, he was doing everything for his family. That's what I'm saying. Like in part two, it really shows the descent of like Michael Corleone losing so, his humanity but, slowly. Why do you think that was double A? Was it because of the killing and all that? What? Why did why did Michael lose his family? What, what did he not get from Vito that Vito was such a family Vito, man and Michael could was it because business became more important to him? Yes, it did. Where Vito kind of balanced it out more, where he knew family was always important. Mm -hmm. He had to keep his family close. Business, even too, even if he wanted to kill him, he was like, no, this ain't a good move. Where Al Pacino, Michael Corleone just wants to kill everyone that gets in his way. Yeah. I mean, it was it's just brutal. Interesting. Brutal, Interesting. brutal way to keep their families on top. Different styles, but yeah, man, just, you know, that's why Tom is like, you got to kill everybody. Yeah, and he's like, not everyone, just my enemies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, and, and, you know, and it's easy to quickly become the enemy. You know what I like mean? Like so. Frank Pantangeli, you know, he's like, you know, your father trusted Jaime Roth. He mm -hmm. did business with Jaime Roth, mm -hmm. but he never trusted him. But that didn't mean he had to go kill him, though. Right. You know, Vito knew where the line was. You know, okay, you know, we'll do business, we'll make money, but you know, keep her distance. Where with Michael, it was like, no, we gotta kill Jaime Roth. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. I don't care how it's done, just it's, get it done. It was like know? us, and like that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Michael was trying to have it just be like the Corleone, yeah. Um, so for sure, man. Um, uh, I love those two movies so much. I pretty much based one of my birthdays around that. That's right. I remember. Uh, that. I asked my mom if she could just make a whole thing of like spaghetti, like a whole pot of spaghetti, yeah. And I had Godfather on playing like in the living room, and man, I was like 10. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like I loving that birthday, loving these gangster movies like at 10 years old. And 
almost knowing what they're saying, what they're doing, you know, and just being in love with that whole mobster culture, you know, and everything, you know, just being so enamored in it as then, a, you know, like Henry, like how they show oh, Henry yeah, Hill being totally. like, just being in total awe of it. Like, wow, you can actually live a life like that. Like, wow. right, right. I, I think that's what makes those movies have like a lot of rewatchability too for yeah. me is because when I've gone back to look at them, uh, it's, I'm picking up something new mm -hmm. because like I'm older now and maybe like, you know, like, I don't know if you've watched them yes. uh, mm -hmm. recently. So now yes. that you are a mm -hmm. dad, you're a family mm -hmm. man now, you know, you're yeah. the head of your own family. It's changed. Anyway, you know? Yeah. It's certainly your views changed. changed, right? Yes, you know, right? Yes. When you're watching it, like as a young man, you're like, Oh man, that's cool. Like mm -hmm. they didn't take no shit. They yeah. beat the fuck out of these yeah. guys or whatever. You know, a guy like Sonny was, you know, like fucking a yes. badass. Hothead. And now yeah. you look back and you're like, oh, that's like the worst thing. Yeah. I mean, you can't have that guy on your team because he's going to get people killed. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you just think about different things like that. Um, and so, you know, uh, I, I think I literally did watch those in one weekend over mm -hmm. at, at your mom's house with your brothers. Uh, we just, they were like, you haven't seen them. We're going to watch them. We had the, the shades closed. I mean, we you had like one, all two, those actors already. Oh, you, yeah. You most of those actors already. Definitely. You know, Robert De Niro takes one section Al Pacino takes the other. I mean, what better two actors at that time yeah. to lead a movie? The only thing know? wrong with that Godfather 2, if there's anything to be wrong with the Godfather 2, because it is actually my favorite as well of mm -hmm. the three, because uh, I love the Vito story too, yeah. and you got young De Niro yeah. as, as Vito, is that you don't get to have Vito and 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 uh, Michael and Michael on screen together. You don't you get Pacino and De Niro in a movie together, one of the greatest movies of all time, mm -hmm. but they don't get to interact because it's a story of the past. Uh, but what a great story, too. And, you know what I mean? Hey, what, how great is it, too, that Robert De Niro, that's one of his Oscar wins. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much is speaking all Italian in that movie. That's right. You know? that's I right. Mean, I how fucking that. crazy yeah. is that? Yeah. You know? And just a great, this great story of kind of coming to America, again, almost like a Scarface story, but, you know, the, the precursor to that, because uh, these movies set the standard, The Godfathers. Oh, it's like, where, sure. you know, it's like coming from nothing coming up especially Vito. you know I mean? yeah yeah you know, his family a true being murdered at ellis island yeah right? yeah coming to america with nothing yeah and rising up to becoming the most powerful gangster in america how about the part where they giving them the, the name what's your name and yeah. he says it Vito and the leaning from corleone yeah uh, Vito. you're Vito corleone, yeah, corleone. That, that became Vito corleone. that's it so you're out yeah. of here so uh but his revenge yeah. story how he oh. still remembers that he oh, still holds yeah. it in his head yeah it's like you know, okay, we need to go to Sicily now mm -hmm. or Corleone, you know, and we need to kill those motherfuckers that kill my family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, that that one, that kind of showed a little bit of the ruthless side of If you of, see the deleted scenes in part two, you actually see that he kills everyone that was involved with his father, brother, and mother's murder. He kills all those guys that, that are still alive. So. And you've got it right here. I believe, I think yes. me and you have the same copy. Yeah. This, this really was nice when it first copy. came out. When the first very came out, so Godfather, I love this trilogy, love the movies. I own that one too. And you love guys know I always say you gotta own it. If would you own it? Would you watch it again? No question. Oh, what, what, when no was it coming question. out? It used to come out every what holiday? They would show them. It's Thanksgiving for some Thanksgiving. reason. Like, yeah, it's, it's a family weird. movie. That's weird. <laughs> so yeah, and I know it was like with TNT or something like that. They would show them uh, AMC. AMC, AMC, and they would show them yeah. almost back to back. Yes, they do. Yeah. And there's that really cool cut where it's like they cut one yes. and two together. It's one and two together. I never found an actual copy that they sell like that, but they show all of the Robert De Niro scenes first. And then it goes yeah. into part one it's and like part an two. That's a neat cut. That is cool. I, I love it. They, I love that. They should that. make that a special feature, like on yeah. one of the virtual And they show all way. the deleted scenes. They put all the deleted scenes in there. So that's pretty cool.
I feel like if people are watching Double A, they're wondering like, are they going to get to three? Are they going to talk about it? <laughs> we can talk about three. We can talk about three when we come back. There, yeah. There, well, there, there's something to be said about it. You have your copy of the code. The code. Uh, no, I don't. No, okay, I don't. but we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about it in a minute, guys. Let, let us take the quick break to let the uh, let's read some comments. The, the audio process. And okay, then we'll, okay. And then we'll do some comments. So give us a second, and then we'll be right back, guys. Uh, folks on the audio, you know, we just, it sounds like a little blip right there. So we take time to read comments if you're joining us on the Facebook live version and said so that we're, we're back here. Um, one last comment looks like from Mario. He says, you look more like Al Capone <laughs> nice. than Vito. Very well, nice. I'm, you know, I'll take it. Give me the, I need the, Al Capone uh, was a scary call me Scarface, yep. Chicago style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, so we've been talking about the Godfathers and uh, we had a really great question in the comments from Mario mm-hmm. Delgado. Uh, that really kicks off us going right into the third part of the Godfather trilogy. Mario asks, would Vito kill Fredo the way that Michael did? And we just unanimously, me and Double A, were like, absolutely not. Out of character for Vito. Vito loved family so much. There is no way that I think he could take his own son's life. Nope. Um, I think he was pretty broken after Sonny's death in the original. I mean, it was like, man, he was like, that just shook him, you know what I mean? Like, you know, because that was his son, his firstborn son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So it was like, despite the fact that he was a hothead and firstborn all that, son like, is always a favorite of dads. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's your firstborn. They can't kind of help it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Um, all right. Let's see him. You want to go into uh, the third one? So, you want to dip your pawn hand? Let's talk pond? about something. Number one, The Godfather 3 is highly regarded as the least favorite and popular mm-hmm. of the godfathers people don't like it they felt like the story was convoluted it's a crazy plot that you're like what the fuck is going on dealing with the church you know they always yeah. kind of have like real life events right that happen you know like in first one it's like world war ii uh the whole vegas thing you know mobsters taking over vegas mm-hmm. part two is kind of the continuation of that with uh you know meyer lansky Actually, they try to go to Cuba, CM. Yeah, and actually try to uh, get gambling going over there before Fidel's Castro uh, regime came in. Really? So that is kind of like based on Meyer Lansky's kind of story, except Meyer Lansky didn't get shot like Carmen Roth did. Right. Uh, <laughs> so that is kind of always based on like real. There's always like certain real events based around the Godfather movies. Yeah. And it was something about the church going on at that time. One of the popes. One of the popes was like kind of corrupt. And I think that's what they were trying to show in that one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I haven't seen the original cut in a while, but I just rewatched the coda. The coda. So um, Francis Ford Coppola, they just released this year a new cut of The Godfather Part 3, which he actually tells you right in the beginning. He talks and he goes, I never intended for the third movie to be the Godfather three, he goes, Godfather three implies the story is continuing. He goes, the story to him was done in, in the end of two, but now it was about the original name that him and Mario Puzo were going to call it was going to be called the Godfather Coda, the death of Michael Corleone. That's what he was going to call it. He says that in music, Coda means like an epilogue, like an ending of the an ending of a story, like like a like a an afterwards, like an afterthought, you know, like an epilogue in a book, like it's the end, like oh, and then what happened? You know what I mean? So it's pretty much would be like after Michael killed his own brother. Well, then what happened? So, uh, pretty much you have him like 
trying to legitimize himself. And I, this is what I will say about Dakota when I watched it recently. I felt like it was structured better. Like the way they, they moved some things around in the movie. Obviously, they, they couldn't reshoot anything because all these people are already older. They just moved things around. I think he had some other cuts of stuff. And so he restructured it. I thought it flowed better and it made more sense. Like I felt like at the end of this one, I was like, oh, okay. Like that's what the kind of church thing is going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But really the story is about that Michael – did not get over that. He did not get over the fact that he killed his own brother. He says it at one part, he breaks down to, and he says, yeah. Yeah, I, I killed my mother's son. Yeah. Like, it's like, <clears throat> like he, he knew that that was wrong. That is what, if his dad was not the type to turn his back on family, no. but if Vito was going to turn the back on family, it would be because you killed someone in the family. Mm-hmm. It was like family never take sides against the family. That's what he says. Right. I mean, yep. you know, so yep. that is what Michael did. Michael turned against his own, killed his own brother. You know what I mean? So he's trying to, you know, his son is going to law school. Doesn't want to do that. and wants to be a singer. No. His son does nothing, nothing to do with the business. And him and, uh, uh, Kate, is it Kate or K? K. K. They're long, they're long, long divorce. over now. You know, I, here's something I do want to say about these movies. Number one, I always love the Italian wife better, Apollonia, Apollonia. that Vito Mary, uh, uh, that Michael marries. I think that he would have been a much better leader, been much happier <laughs> had she not have gotten blown up in the fucking car in Italy, which sucked. Uh, but I just felt like he was always kind of just like settling with Kay, and she's like, she sucked. I hate that character. I hate Ooh. Diane Keaton's character so Ooh. bad. There's nothing redeemable about her. She's like, to me, the worst. I think they're meant to be, she's meant to be like a conscious or something, but she just comes off as fucking bitchy and like, and like a nag. And I'm just like, man, you're the worst. Like you're, you're, he was so meant to be with the Italian wife. And that's why you got the shitty part of him and you deserve it. And you're a bad person. I don't like, I don't like that character at all. There's nothing redeemable about her. I'm indifferent. I, could care less. Uh, her character, I think, is fine. Uh, you know, but I don't think Godfather really revolves around her. So no, yeah, no, definitely. But I mean, she's kind of like the love interest. But I like, I like, I love the Tom Hagen character. He doesn't well, come look, out in part she, three. When, when she fell in love with Michael, he was this honest war hero. You know, um, a marine. Yeah, yeah, marine. He was a war hero and wanted nothing to do with the business. Didn't want to kill anyone. You mm-hmm. know, wasn't you know trying to send out people to kill people. You know, she knows what he's doing. She knows he's a bad guy. But, you know, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just you're put in a position where your husband is the most powerful man in America, but he's also wanted to. <laughs> I just felt like you she know? was always harping yeah. on him for his business. And I'm like, you know what the fucking family business is like. Like, yeah, he what's tells your her. deal? He tells her and about then, the deal Vito made. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I felt like she just was always trying to antagonize him. Like, I'm like, man, you know that this guy is like like a ruthless killer, not a hothead, but like ruthless. you like you're trying to push his fucking buttons, you know what I mean? Till the very end of part two, when she's like, I killed your baby. It was a son, Michael, a son. I'm like, man, why why would you ever <sighs> tell somebody that? That is like so you can see the anger man. boiling in that fucking and, face. And how great does he does is Pacino play it? Man. This is this is not the screaming Al Pacino. No, it's not. No. This is like the cool, calculating yeah. the man. They should have just delivered the Oscar to the set. Yeah, I'm like uh, I've always said there's no one that could outact Al Pacino in the 70s. That no, man was on that's fire a great fucking in statement. the 70s. Wow, that's a great statement. Yeah. Double A. Uh yeah, man. Pacino uh in that is the guys in two iconic gangster movies, one vastly more so oh, than the other because of, yeah. Yeah. because of his performance. Because of Now, mind you, he plays Tony 
if you ruthless. See, he's yeah, ruthless and, killer. You know, and great playing the Cuban kind yeah, of yes, over the top. Yes. Uh, and again, if you see the guy in Tiger King, if that, any of that's true, you'll see it, and you'll be like, "Oh wow, he yeah. did play it really well." But too. in Godfather really well. too, you see him just as this quiet, ruthless, you know, mobster leader, yeah. mob leader. You know, very sophisticated, talks very well, has everything under control. Yeah, including know? himself. But including. how about when those outbursts come? Yeah, oh, he, 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 you almost feel like a little bit like, oh shit! Like I, I kind of get a chill. Like you do when when I that can't. scene is coming up with Kate. Oh my god! When she's telling him that how much yeah. she killed him, you can just. You're like, wow! I do not want to be in this guy's area. I right thought he now. was going to strangle her to death. You know, even like when he that. tells uh, Tom when he gets mad at Tom when he's like, "Why can't you give me a straight answer anymore? Yeah. Was it a boy?" Yeah. You know, and Tom's like, "Yeah, yeah," and you're just like, "Fuck!" Him too, Robert Duvall. Oh. Robert He's Duvall was great in those two movies. Outstanding, man. In part one with the horse head and all that yes. dealing with it, yeah. how he eats his dinner, how he wipes his mouth. Thank you yeah. very much for a lovely yep. dinner. I'm like, I fell yep. in love with Tom Hagen. Yes. You know, you, you've got two brothers. So I kind of felt like, you know, you guys are like, you know, the brothers, you know, your dad, love your dad so much, respect your dad. You know, like he was like a veto. Yeah, he was. You know what I mean? He was. Uh, you know, so it was like, I was like, yes. wow, but, and I, you know, me being like an outsider, like the cousin, you know, the, the, the Irish lawyer, you know what I mean? <laughs> I felt like, you know, I was like, I related to Tom so much. I love that character. So back, getting back to part three to bring My it full circle. Big crap friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him not even being in part three is like, it, it sucks. So, Do you know why? Yes. So he thought he was just as big as Al Pacino, which I think he was in this movie, that he should have the same amount of pay that Pacino did. Uh, which I think he should have. I, I think Robert Duvall is just as essential as Al Pacino is in the Godfather movies. I really do believe that. He was more the conscience to yes. me. Yeah, so I wish they would have given him the money the money, so he could have came out in part three. Obviously, he probably was like, man, part three kind of looks like it sucks. You know, maybe I can get money out of this, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they have him where, like, he died, and his son is actually like a priest. The priest, yeah, you know, he's so, there. Yeah, so I mean, I wish he could have came out, but you know, it sucks that he did it. But yeah, it was pretty much money issues. You know, that sucks. It kind of sucks for me because I feel like, you know, he spent this time working with, with Coppola and Puzo, and you would think that I want there to be a good end to this iconic trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. You know, so maybe not the money, but but you don't think about it. Him as an actor, I think that maybe, in my opinion, a little bit shitty. But then I also do think about it from the aspect you're saying where you're like, ah, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that great. I don't the really Tom want to insert Hagen, myself into the this. Tom Hagen is a very essential character to the Godfather movies. Yeah. I so, think that that could have saved that movie. It probably could have. Which shows honestly. how vital he was. Yes. You know, because it would have yes. made a better movie. Uh, what do you think about the Andy Garcia Vincent character? Uh, at first, I hated him. Really? At first, I was like, okay. I don't like this character. You're okay. the bastard son of Sonny, which I thought that aspect was cool. Yeah. Uh, which they essentially imply that he's the son of the yeah the, the bridesmaid he's first hooking one. up with yeah, her mistress one. in first right. one yeah yeah um, it's not implied because she comes out yeah she comes out they yes. show her right yes. right right yes. um, I just uh, I just was like yeah eh, like you're I'm I not, liked his not character sold on you I liked the Vincent character right from the beginning I liked it after yeah. seeing Coda I, I liked him better like I was like oh okay I kind of get okay. it and okay. then you know how, how did you feel about the relationship with like the first cousin type that was thing? weird like, I was actually surprised they put somebody like that in there. Yeah, like I was like, oh, I was that's like, like hmm. and then like it doesn't seem like anybody's really bothered by no, it. No, it's not. No. So guys, what we're talking about is in the Godfather Part Three, the Michael Corleone's daughter is played by uh Mary, is played by 
Sophia, uh, Sophia Coppola. Coppola, who's the director's daughter. Very uh, young in that movie. Very, very young very in that young. movie. And now yeah. a, a famous director. She might be like right. 18. She might have been just 18. It may be. Yeah, yeah. I know that. She gets uh, The movie takes a lot of heat because of her bad acting. It says that, that she was a very bad actress in it or whatever. I mean, I didn't feel like she was such a central character that her acting needed to be and she that wasn't. Great. She She's wasn't. playing a young girl. Yeah, she wasn't essential. She's playing a young girl that essentially is smitten with her older cousin, uh, which that's weird. It's like your first cousin. So which like, I don't know. Weird. Maybe it's because they didn't maybe consider him part of the family. Maybe because he's from, you know, he's illegitimate. You know, yeah. he's from an outside marriage. But by blood, they're still No, no, by cousins, blood for sure. Yeah, because yeah, that's her uncle's son. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I don't know that part was like a little bit interesting, but then it was also kind of like, that was I don't know, weird. I, like, I think they could have done without that old, old country shit, maybe yeah. or whatever. I mean, like anytime incest plays a part, you're kind of like that's thrown just off weird. By that's it. just yeah, really weird. yeah, it's really weird. That was a really weird story. So uh, and then like how well I think I was more taken aback by the fact that like Michael wasn't like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he wasn't. You know, because he he's real cool about it. He's like, well, what's going on with you and my daughter? And then he's like, you gotta you gotta break it off and. Blah blah, and he pretty much wants to leave the family. So after seeing Coda, I, I liked him a little bit better because I think I remember thinking of him as kind of like a scumbag. But then I kind of was like, oh okay, he kind of did just want to be the next guy. Or whatever, yeah, you know I, what I, mean? I like the Vincent character. I like that he was Sonny's son. You know, uh, according to Francis, he was supposed to be all the Corleone's best qualities wrapped into one: mm. Michael's ruthlessness, Vito's cunning, Fredo's sensitivity, Sonny's, you know hot-headed rage you know he was supposed to be the the absolute perfect corleone wrapped into one you know and interesting i think he does a good job andy garcia has a good look i was yeah. you know yeah he looks fine even though he's like puerto rican i believe you know i think he's puerto rican or yeah Cuban, I, he's like latin, you know, latin yeah. nationality i know that uh, sure. he looks he looked fine he was suave you know yeah, I he, he did great good. yeah he looked good you know him and him and uh what's his name uh sam the one who does fat tony's voice Joey uh, Zaza, uh, Joey Zaza, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, their feud was pretty fucking funny. You know the way they just hate on each other. You Joe, know? Uh, Joe, man, fuck, man, Montania, Joe Montania, yeah, 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 that shit was funny. He fucking bites his ear. Mark yeah, Tyson I mean, style. they just hate each other. You know, they just hate each other bad. And that's a cool yeah. death too on the horse, just like the cop, yes. like that's and then yes. all that shit's going on in the yeah. streets. That's yeah. pretty cool. It was almost like a part two, right? Yeah, with, yeah, uh, like a thing, yeah, Fenucci. Like, a, like a little tribute, uh, Vino yeah. and Fanucci. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool, man. It's very I mean, cool overall, though, the movie's not the best, it's not one of the better mobster movies, but it has a lot of good qualities. You know, the any part is so fucking sad. You know, when oh, when you know she dies, his yeah, you know dies. what? I, I, this when I just watched Coda, like, I, I got choked up. I was like, it's oh, bad, man, it's awful because you brutal. see Al Pacino because he's still so good in this. In its role, where he's just like in so much pain, he's and you know, that part's well, well directed. That is good directing by Coppola because you get the scene first where he's got her in his arms and there's no audio. No, you just see his face yeah. and all this pain. So you're you're not hearing. And she nothing. does a good job too because oh, she, yeah. at first she's like dead. Yeah, and then she looks down. Yeah, and there's just a big hole in her. In and her imagine chest. that when when they're filming that, she's probably saying that to her dad. Yeah. So she's looking right into the camera saying yeah. that to her dad. And, you know, so, like, that's I have so a daughter neat. too. So now seeing that part, it's just like, golly, you know. And you're saying that Al Pacino, I read on commentary, like Al Pacino's yells are like so horrible, so awful that they're like, wow, like he did a lot. He put a lot into that. Yeah, I'm getting like kind of chunked up thinking about that scene. Yeah. So, man, it. it's, it's it's like a ruthless ending for a ruthless man. And it, it's pretty much assumed that after that, that he was just like, that's it. I'm done. 
Yeah. And he goes to Italy because they flash forward to like a number of years and he's old and you can tell it's in, he's in Italy mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he just dies by himself. He, mm -hmm. you know, he distanced himself in part two. Yeah. And in part three, he dies all alone. You know, and, and, and that's and kind of three, they're too. already millionaires. The Corleone yeah. family, they're respected by the But how sad is that, too? The way he just yeah. dies, he dies lonely. Well, how about this? Let me tell you, let me tell you this, if you don't mind. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. So, Coda ends a little bit different in the fact that you don't see him die. Okay. It cuts off before that. Okay. So, it almost, I don't know if that makes it more tragic or less, huh. but it's definitely a different, uh, it gives the movie a different feel. I felt bad. When I saw him, when they show him in Italy, he's just by himself. Yeah, that, that's the same. You know, all that's the same. Because it, you in don't part see him two, dies. when he's by himself, you don't feel bad for him when he's by himself at the end of part two. No. This one, though, it's just, yeah. He is just lonely. Yeah. Like, he well, dies. that reminded me of Vito's death, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being yeah, the, but I mean, Vito still the, had people around him that yeah. loved him. Yeah. I don't think there was that many people that loved Michael. It, it's, at the it's, end. it's almost a contrast, right? Yes, it is. It's a contrast to yes, Vito's it death, where it's a similar place yes. and that, but you know one he's playing with the grandson yes. and he's he's having mm -hmm. fun uh yep. he's playing with the with, with uh anthony anthony yes yeah. Yeah. yeah um so it's very different feel very different very sad very yeah. uh you so know, i thought it was a really different. good ending beginning to good ending you know so uh that's why i felt yeah yeah um so that's our take on the godfather three guys i mean again I but think it you, deserves all the praise that it gets. It's such a powerhouse movie. Three? Uh, or no, the Godfathers. Yeah, it's like yeah. Godfathers. Yeah. And there are some great performances in three that are, I think, worth watching yeah. once yeah. through. Yeah. Now, Even you, Talia kind of ups her game. Oh, yeah. Talia. No, yeah. She's really great in that, too. Yeah. Under under uh, uh, rated performance in that yeah. one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you told us I've only ever seen one and two, it's like I, I wouldn't, like, peer pressure you to go watch nah. three or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I've tried seeing part three a few times. It just It's hard to watch the whole thing. You can appreciate the little things, but it's hard yeah. to watch the whole thing. I would say this, Double A, for you, Coda is worth watching in the, in the Coda yeah. form. I have it. So, so it yeah. still piqued my interest even when it got – you know, when the news broke out. I was like, I'm buying it. You know, I'm not – not gonna buy it. Yeah, you know, I'm buying it. So. At the end of the day, that that performance by Pacino is still there, and it's still very, yeah. very great. So, yeah. um, I'm gonna read one comment real quick. Uh, Steve says, "Well, if you remember, he wanted it and took took over from the beginning at the hospital." Uh, mm -hmm. Michael, that is, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that absolutely, man. But absolutely. I think if nothing happened to Vito, I think he would have been fine if he just married Kay, and it would have been, you know, husband and wife. I think he would have been fine with that too, you know. Instead of getting into the business, like if Vito had not been shot, yeah. I think he would have been fine. Him and Kay living some ordinary life, and he would have been happy. I think he would have been happy about that. It's always that story, right? Where you know, it reminds me of Braveheart the way you put it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you know, William Wallace wanted to live this quiet life, yeah. get married, be a farmer, but but circumstances circumstances happen. happen. Yeah. Destiny, call it what you will, calls you away, mm -hmm. and that's what happened. Michael got, you know, yeah. as he said. They pull me back in, you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, I mean, it just it just is what it is. So, um, that's that's you know, like we said, that's the Godfather Part Three. Uh, Double A, let's uh, let's move on. Okay, where do you want to go? Where um, do you want to go now? I'm gonna say I'm gonna talk briefly about this only because 
I think we both said that we'd never seen it to each other, uh, but that we watched um, watched a little bit. Uh, I watched a little bit of it today, and I'd seen like all of season okay. three. So talk a little bit about shows, because we did get a comment from Friday Nighter Crystal, Crystal, who mentioned yeah. Boardwalk Empire. My sister, Untamable uh, Amy, is a huge fan, has seen them all, and, and praises the show highly. And she knows I like mob stuff, so she's always trying to push it on me, and I, I just have not had a chance to watch it. But the show I'm thinking of and talking about is The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Did you get to watch any? I know we. No. So, uh, so when I was in my gangster phase, because this came out like around 97, 98, I thought it was kind of like, you know, I saw the trailers from HBO and I thought, man, this is kind of like a, just a knockoff of like the Scorsese stuff. So I kind of just blew it off. Yeah. You know, and then you just started hearing about it from like about season two, season three, just what a masterpiece it was. Cause, yeah. Uh, like we're talking about, HBO wasn't really known, I don't think, for the shows. I think Sopranos is kind of like their first the really, beginning. really big yeah. show. Where shows were getting bigger budgets. Yeah. It felt like these really long movies. Yeah. They, the writing was getting really well done, and you were getting so invested in these characters. But James Gandolfini, golly. Man. You know, really came out, became a big guy, big-time star. You know, then you had all these guest appearances from – so many people from all the other Scorsese movies, right, right? You know, coming in and filling around the Sopranos, and it, it lasted for like what about eight? eight I think seasons, so. I think know? so. And I know it was like at one point it was like it was almost like two years that people had to wait till the yeah. season came back. Yeah. You know? So and then famously, I don't know what the end is, but famously has a very lackluster ending people felt that yeah down. i was like golly people are so so disappointed in that, that sucks to hear that about that to know that if you're going to start watching it you're going to eventually get to that but i yeah. started watching it this week in preparation for this episode okay. and i got through about four episodes and i was laughing but it was very funny because it's a very different like there's number one they talk about a lot of stuff from the movies that we're talking about right now like in one part you know the the very famous uh the nephew of of Tony Soprano is uh shit that Michael uh, Imperioli's character, spider, right? Yes, but who spider, plays spider from yeah, yeah, and and he at one point says he's like, you know, I got friends in L.A. and they told me that I could sell my life story and I could, I could be I could even play myself. And Tony grabs him. He's like, Oh, you going Henry Hill on me? Hey. Like it's like what Damn. the fuck? Like okay. And then later on, his buddy gets killed in like season this is season one of the first four episodes, guys. So if you haven't seen this shit, spoiler alert. But. uh <laughs> His buddy gets killed, Mike Grimperoli's friend, whatever, because he's like kind of a, a a fuck up, and he gets shot, and he gets shot through the eye, yeah. and later on the the other old heads are like, eh, they did him Mo Green style, or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, what? And he's like, you know, through the eye, it means something, whatever. And then later on, he's like, he's like, uh, again, the nephew is like. Yeah, Luce Abrazi sleeps with the fish. Oh, He's like, you're fucking saying it all wrong. It's not even right. Like, it's just so funny. I'm like, wow, in the first couple of episodes, they make a lot of references to that, you know, those movies, the movies we're talking about. So I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of neat or whatever. But, of course, you've got the Lorraine Bracco. Again, when I mentioned she plays Henry Hill's wife in, in Goodfellas, she plays his therapist. So that's kind of where the story hinges is that he's having these panic attacks and he has to start mm-hmm. going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And there's parts of it where you're right, where I feel like I'm like, oh, like, they're they're gangsters and they're doing gangster shit. They're mafia. But there's other parts where I'm like, oh man, like y'all are fucking like, uh, like y'all are muscling kind of weak. Like I'm like, man, this shit's kind of like, y'all kind of suck or whatever. You know? is what, Jersey? Jersey. Right? Yeah, I think he's okay. the boss of North Jersey or, okay. or the, or the, uh, like an the, underboss, the, right? the capo. Yeah, the ca- capo. Captain. There you go. There you yeah, go. he's the captain. Yeah. And there's another boss, but that yeah. boss is dying. I'm still kind of figuring all that out, but are interesting you enough to check out that prequel that uh, they're doing. What maybe the sun playing, playing him, playing right? Tony. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd be interested to okay. check it out. Yeah, his okay. rise, and then the son looks like him big time. Yeah, he so, does. Yeah. Uh, what a better uh, casting could you get? So, but Sopranos, I mean, undoubtedly, I mean, just left a big eight mark. seasons right? left a big mark on TV. Yeah, uh, it's always considered HBO's greatest show. Even yeah, White Game of Thrones is always still considered interesting. Well, it's I always know pretty that. considered. Yeah, it's always pretty pretty much considered yeah. like what broke HBO for that right, market for sure you know, so for sure yeah i mean I everyone you, loved it it was everywhere at one point oh yeah pop culture oh definitely you know, it reached definitely. pop culture status yeah you know so i think if you've got a mob itch and you need it scratched the sopranos could probably do that for you so um from what i've seen so far check it out uh i'm liking it i probably will continue on you know like i said during my lunch hour i have time to Sweet. watch like one show Sweet. so i can watch probably you know an episode that's awesome you know what i mean take me t- something to something to watch uh, but uh, what what else? Uh, what are some other ones? That okay, so another that? one that kind of was like pretty early on, and I think this was from you and my brother as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donnie Brasco, the oh, true yeah. story of Joe Pistone, undercover FBI agent. Great movie. Uh, you know, goes into the mob and kind of informs the FBI of what what they're dealing with. What's are. going on? Yeah. yeah, you've got Johnny Depp right away. Oh, nice. Where do you stand on him? Do you love? I him? love Johnny I love Depp, Johnny especially Depp. at this time period when he was kind of still being like him. Yeah, you know, because this is probably the most Johnny Depp you're gonna get. This is pre Jack Sparrow, Johnny yeah, Depp. <laughs> where he just starts like kind of like changing his appearances like over and over. A lot, over. yeah. He kind of became yeah. known for that. But next, this role is really good because he's serious. He's an undercover FBI agent that gets, man, very conflicted. About you know being a mobster, you know mobster slash FBI agent, you know it kind of starts embracing the lifestyle a little bit, you know more and more. Just a great true story, you know of that gang, you know that crime family, you know. What about you? What do you think the him and Al Pacino? Uh, well, know, the the chemistry between those two. I mean Al Pacino again, right? We're yeah, Al Pacino, Al Pacino again. again as lefty. I loved it. And for me, it was interesting to see Pacino in that kind of role where yeah. he wasn't the yeah. top guy. He was guy. just like a soldier. He was like a soldier, kind of like a like – An a, old mobster. An yeah. old mobster, yeah. But no, man. Um, Michael that, Madsen? Yes, Michael Madsen, yeah. That quickly for me becomes almost like – I mean, I guess like a father-son relationship. And he was. I guess if you could have like a mob dad, he is like, you know, yeah. his mob dad. He's showing him the ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, like from when they start out, talk about the Fugazi. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How popular that became – uh, you forget it's about it. Yeah, yeah, forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. What, what's forget about it? You know what I mean? Um, there's just this sense of impending doom that's building yeah. there. Uh, yeah. You have uh, Anne Anne Hache as the yes. as the wife. You know the what I mean? Like suffering wife. Yeah, you, you forget know? that there, and he's showing up at the house, and he fucking hits her, and you're like, oh man. But but he's also he's so deep, Johnny Depp at this point uh, that he doesn't know how to get out, and no. and 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 he cares for this man. Yes. He cares for this man like a dad. And he's like, it's bad things are going to happen mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm fucking undercover FBI. Yeah. And how uh, scary is that situation? I mean, it's awful. It's awful it's to think situation. that you, you, I mean, that's your job is to earn the trust of people, get them to love you. You're eating barbecue together, you're going on trips together, you're doing things together. And, not only are you scared because you have a life, you have a wife and a kid, and at any moment if they find out, everyone's you're fucking dead. 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 They're all dead yeah. and probably brutal deaths. Yes, brutal. So you're worried about that, but then you develop these relationships with people, and you've grown to care about them, and you know their wife, and you know their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, like it's it's 
It's awful. He was in an awful situation. Yeah. He tried to help him. He's yes. like, go away, like go away. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and you're, and you know, you're, you're watching this and you just know you're like, he's not going to, he doesn't know anything else. No. He's just no. an old mobster and yeah. he's just, he's in the life, man. He's yeah. not going to go anywhere. He's no. not, he doesn't understand that his fucking neck is out there. And how about that? Uh, in, uh, double A taking off his rings and uh, yeah, so you're like oh my god. So to kind of uh, let you guys know, Al Pacino's character does not die. Uh, he does get saved by the FBI. Uh, Joe Playstone does get to inform them about that. So a Lefty gets to live. He doesn't get as uh, murdered yeah. like the way Sonny Black does get yeah. murdered. Uh, the real Sonny Black did get murdered. He had his hands cut off because it was his hands that. Grab Joe Pistone's hands to shake other mobsters' hands, so they cut his hands off, Fuck. and other brutal stuff to Sonny Black that they did, and they found him like in a Florida swamp. Just it, it was brutal. It sounds brutal. Look it up if you can. Yeah, uh, it's brutal stuff. But they did save Al Pacino's character, the lefty. Yeah, they did That's save awesome. his character. I don't know if I, is that in the movie. They say that in the movie. I don't remember. I think it kind of leave it ambiguous. I think they do. Yeah, uh, that's awesome to know though. <laughs> but yeah, because I've seen, I I get to see more Joe Pistone interviews, and he says that they got to save Lefty. So awesome. Yeah, awesome. I see a couple of comments come in here, guys. I'm going to hold on to those for about two more minutes because we're almost at our next break. Um, but a movie I do want to talk about a little bit with you, Double A, is one that I also watched in preparation this week that I'd seen before. I saw with you and because of your brothers. A little lesser known movie, but it is on Netflix right now. Ah. Kill the Irishman. Yes. yes. Fucking fantastic movie. <laughs> that, Guys, if you that was a really good movie. If yeah. you have yeah. Netflix, look up Kill the Irishman. It stars and, Ray Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. But how about also you get um, Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Uh Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh Fantastic movie, guys, about, about the, the Cleveland, Cleveland mob. Cleveland mob. Danny Green, uh, Ray Stevenson. You might know him from uh, Punisher War Zone. Punisher War Zone. Uh, if you watch the TV show Rome, Rome. Uh, you know he's come out on so much stuff. Uh, GI Joe. Uh, he part two. Mm -hmm. He was Firefly. So great, great actor. Yeah. Been in a lot of shit, and you seem to be like, oh, that guy. He's the lead. Uh, he plays Danny Green, who's just like this union mob leader. Uh, you get the guy that played Ward Norton in uh, that's right in yeah. Shawshank. If you that's hate right. Ward Norton, he gets a good, good ass kicking. Ass kicking, and and he also talks some good shit too. Um, but we're gonna uh, come right back. We're gonna take our little uh, quick break. Read some comments, guys. If you're on the Facebook Live, and then we'll finish. We're gonna keep going with uh, Kill the Irishman uh, as we talk all things mafioso. Guys, thanks for uh, hanging out while we read comments. Again, if you're joining us on the Facebook Live, you know that we don't take a little break. Uh, you hear little snippets here in the audio version. That's when on our Facebook Live, we take a break at 30 minutes and read comments. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's if you ever want and you're able to on a Friday night, join us. I know the show's like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours. You have the time. Guys, you, you don't around. have to watch. You can hear our podcast anywhere yeah. after tonight friday nighter steve said he's sitting out back watching the moon perfect. uh probably sipping perfect. on some cold ones so that's a perfect time perfect. and place to listen and hang out with us and some people are doing a great you know we spend so much time saying um i mean we're going to talk about kill the argument but we spend a lot of time me and double a saying be safe wear your mask protect yourself well guess what guys a lot of you guys a lot of you friday nighters i know are already doing that i'm guilty of not being the best uh staying away from stuff guy um but people that are great time to watch our show we appreciate that man if you're like hey i'm not going to go risk it i'm not going to take any chances i'm going to uh you know 
just need something to do. And, and people tell us our biggest compliment we get is it feels like I'm hanging out with you guys. Great. Yeah, awesome. If it keeps you at home, then great. And I mean, like you know I what? Said, I like hanging out with you guys too. Totally. I, I feel hundred percent same. Yeah. Cheers to the Friday night faithful Cheers, and all you Friday, and all your Friday night. Thank you guys. But guys, we digress. Kill the Irishman, a movie a about movie the Cleveland that kind of mob. Was like really under the radar. Yeah. It was kind of straight to DVD. Uh, you know, it wasn't like a movie release, I don't think. I no. don't think it was at theater, especially with that cast that you just mentioned. We watched it at the we premiered it at your house and yeah. and, and watched it, your your old house, your yeah. mom's house. Uh-huh. And we watched it and I was like laughing, and then I was like, Oh shit, like this shit was like this guy was like a really a real badass. Yeah, he Danny Green. Shit. Uh, uh he he gave him he came on the news and said, I'm Danny Green, I live here, you know, at this address. I work come here. and get me. Yeah. You know, Pretty much was come not and get afraid me. of the Italian mafia whatsoever. The Italian mafia that was in Cleveland. Mafia, or whatever you call Ma- it, remember? Mafia, yeah, whatever you call it. <laughs> they had to go to New York and basically get help because they... They what? tried killing this guy so many ways. They even tried bombing his house. They threw fucking dynamite into his house. It collapsed <laughs> yeah. on top of him and his girlfriend. Yeah. And, and he still lived. He still lived. They were like, we've shot at him. We've got snipers. I mean, like, they did all that shit. And uh, he just... The summer of the car bombs. I mean, man, how they're just putting bombs on cars. They said there know? were like 36 bombings in this summer in Cleveland. And it was like, yeah. they were bombing. They were rigging up the mailboxes to explode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was nuts. It was all out war. It was, yeah, yeah. But it's got a great cast. It's got great lines. It's quotable. I mean, at one point, again, if you guys can remember the dickhead warden from Shawshank Redemption, he's like his first boss in the beginning, and he's working in like a like a sawmill yeah, or something it's like, like that. Yeah, or somewhere where it's like a union. Yeah, like a union you know? thing. And he's this classic fucking dickhead union boss taking side money and all this, whatever. And he tries to tell him off, and he tells him, I'll come into your house and drink all your beer. He's like, I'll go in the back with your wife all night or whatever. I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck? Who talks to another guy like that? You know what I mean? So he tells him off, but he takes it. He's also very well read. He doesn't yes, really he drink that much, no, and he reads no. a lot. Yeah. And so uh, he's very smart, Danny Green. And uh, later on, he's got this big uh, – the warden guy has got this big thug with him or whatever. And later on, he tells the thug. You know what I mean? He's also a very skilled fighter, like in hand-to-hand fighting. So he's like, you know, I mean, like uh, – and he loves the Irish mythology. Yeah. He's like he's an Irish mobster and he loves like the whole mythology of he, he says being he believes Irish. he's descended from Celtic mm-hmm. warriors. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he even says at one part, he's like, I've lived and survived these mob attempts because the grace of God is on yep. my shoulders. You yep. know what I mean? Like you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. you know, so they start to I think it buy, they buy yes. into his his yes. uh, mythos, you know. So it's very cool, but yeah, very, very, uh, very. It's not that long. Fun movie, not that long. Yeah, no, like a good. It's a very good movie. About good, maybe an hour watch. and a half. Yeah, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is great. Um, mm-hmm. you start to care about the characters, which I think anytime you can do that in a movie nowadays, we're so used to needing a lot of time to develop. And it became characters. really shit hot on Netflix. Yeah, and when people discovered it, it became like a pretty big one of their top ten movies. Yeah, when I watch. searched, I, I went in there and I just searched mob, mafia, gangster movie, and it consistently came up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know it's in there or whatever. But um, we got a great one here in the comments that we were going to talk about anyway, so we might as well. Um, the Gangs of New York. Oh, Our, I just saw that movie yesterday. If you guys are in the Friday Night Faithful, you know I posted up YouTube's Hand That Built, Hands That Built America. From Gangs of New York. I love that song and I love that movie. What a great, great movie for so Martin Scorsese. Martin again, Scorsese, pretty king. much the, the and then and then you have the other king of the actors, 
Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, right there, you cannot man, go wrong. Man, oh man. You've got is this is this him and Leo's first time? I want to say this was the first time because I told my wife yesterday this is a movie that made me a Leo Leo Leonardo the DiCaprio fan. Yeah. This was a movie that started me off, and I've watched every one of their collaborations after this. The Aviator, The Departed, yes, everything, Shutter Island, Shutter everything. Island, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street, Wolf Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. So you got Scorsese, uh, DiCaprio, well, it's like his like, new Robert De Niro. Yeah, he that, became his new, that's De Niro. his new Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yes, and I think that a lot of times when a director can get good work out of an actor, they can. I think that when you're a director, you're trying to see your vision, right? Mm -hmm. And so you need someone that can kind of see, be on the same page with you. Yeah. And if he's, he obviously got that with Bobby De Niro, and now uh, he gets that man, with, Leo. with Leo. Yeah. So it's like, great. So he's got a great, and a guy that can deliver. Obviously, Leo can deliver. Yeah. So Gangs of New York, man, what? The classic story epic. of, uh, you know, the ruthless gang leader, you know, played by Daniel Day-Lewis, William Cutting, Bill the Butcher, uh, killing his dad. Uh, Priest Valens, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Uh, you know, these guys are hardcore. It's like they're a hardcore American gang. Everything about them is just American, USA. And they're hating this wave of immigrants that's coming to the United States, especially New York. So he's trying to get rid of the Irish gangs, the Scottish gangs, every other gang that's not American. But isn't Bill irish american yeah, he says he was born in america so he considers himself to be american <laughs> so you pretty much got like heart just hardcore americans you know just thinking this is my country you guys don't belong here you guys don't fucking add anything great to what this country is yeah and he wants him gone i i don't know what awards that movie won but i love the costumes like it was nominated for costumes. a lot it was nominated but, and i think i think daniel day lewis should have won for that movie yeah. out of everything that he's won i think he should have won for that i movie. think he lost to uh denzel that year he did that was I a think, training day. i think bill but i think his portrayal as yeah. bill the butcher was way better yeah than his portrayal. denzel should have won for other stuff because denzel is well fantastic. he already had one yeah he'd won for, for glory, glory. Yeah, yeah it's supporting though yeah so this was yeah. for lead and uh but denzel and could and can just i think pretty much turn it on and win too yeah um you know but i those two performances i do think that daniel days was a little bit better um but i think they wanted to give it to denzel at that time which i also don't agree that that was that's not denzel's best performance yeah, training, training day, day. yeah but I like whatever day. i mean uh it is what it is i've seen him in better movies just like how leo want for revenue i've seen him in better yeah movies. yeah definitely seen leo in better better shit than that but anywho um gangs in new york i mean i loved it absolutely love great sir love like i said love of all things i look at i love the costumes the pants the plaid you know, pants and the hot like top hats it being a long movie but it doesn't seem like a it long doesn't movie. feel long no it doesn't feel long at all yeah. cameron diaz comes out forgot about her camera you know, yeah. leo i mean it, it's just a that beginning scene you know of the war oh the, i the love battle, that the dead you know? rabbits yeah you yeah. get to just hear daniel day lewis talk like this as much as he fucking wants <laughs> you just can't get enough then you got to go watch Gangs in New York, man. Uh, great movie. Gang movie. I mean, it's I about gangs. It, it's about, yeah, the early you know, gangs of New York. When all the minorities had to get together to protect themselves against each other. Yeah. <laughs> that They all live in this one fucking city. You know, you got to watch out for the Americans. You got to watch out for the Irish. You got to watch out for the the English. You know, there's that one. Remember, they said the, the guy, he has like uh, some blood disease and he cuts himself. 
Right, uh, right. You know, yeah. if, you leave, if you try leaving the game. How about the feel of how it just kind of looks like grimy it's and very dirty grimy. and hot? It looks like it's very so fucking hot. hot. Like, I'm like, they're wearing all this clothes, like as much clothes as I have right now, but they're like all full of sweat. Like, I'm like, Jesus, but where are you they feel time? like Bill really runs the city. Oh, you yeah. Feel like he has a tight grip on the city. As know? he says, the five yeah. points come together, form a fist. So, yeah. I mean, Guys, if you've not seen Gangs in New York, but you've been wanting it. to see it, Man, sit down and watch it. Movie. It's awesome. It's an awesome. You will not. You will not. You will love it. You will not not yeah. love it. So Liam Neeson's in there. I mean, it, it's a great movie. I love Gangs in New York, and like I said, I love Hands That Build America. That's one of my favorite U two songs. Nice, you know. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, we, we I can. I'm, I'm, I'll read these comments in our, our next break. But I'm reading a little bit of the uh, a mention of here, American Gangster. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier you talked about movies with great soundtracks, the, the mob movies, gangster mm-hmm. movies. Uh, Jay-Z does pretty much the entire soundtrack for American Gangster, and it is fucking fire. Like, it's one of my favorite albums. You of know his. what? Yeah, I love it. It is. I yeah. love it. it the, all the songs hit. I don't know if he wrote the songs for the movie, if they're meant to be, but he, you know, he does make a lot of reference to Frank Lucas in the songs. So, uh, I mean, I think that it was written for Probably that, was. which is an awesome collaboration. Uh, How about that movie for Denzel? He was okay. fantastic in so, that. So, I love the movie, but when I found out most of that show is bullshit, I, I was like, golly, it's almost like Braveheart. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, okay, so I mean, fill me in on that. I did not know that. Yeah, so they're saying Frank Lucas wasn't as suave as Denzel portrays and wasn't mm. as smart as Denzel portrays him, oh, that wow. he was just like a fucking thug. Ah, you know, shit. That Russell Crowe had like a, you know, his character, it wasn't like what it portrayed at all. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, interesting. It, it's like when you really look into the true story of American Gangster, you're like, wow, that's not that movie at all. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, so that kind of was heartbreaking. I was like, golly, because all these mob movies that are based on real stories, you kind of, there are real stuff, but American Gangster just sounded like it, it took a lot of liberties. A lot of liberties. Yeah. So Now they did I, team up though, right? And eventually he kind of yeah. turned and informed yeah, that part. That. Yeah, that part is true, but it's just like, golly, so, so much of the stuff is just bullshit. Yeah. A lot of the stories bullshit, bullshit, but I do love the movie. Yeah. I love American Gangster. I love how it portrayed another section of New York that you really don't hear about too much, you know? Yeah. For, so definitely. I liked it a lot. I loved it a lot. I thought it was a really good crime movie, drug movie, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought Dantel Washington, man, that performance, performance was way better. Outstanding performance. <laughs> yeah. You know he what I mean? He looked fucking good. He looked suave in that outfit. When the wine hits the rug, blot that shit. You blot right. that shit. Yeah. I was like, Man, I was like, all right, Denzel. Like, you can feel his <laughs> anger when they when he finds out that they got pictures of him because he was wearing a fucking fur coat. And he burns that fucking like, fur coat. Lead. You know, this is why I don't want to fucking draw attention exactly, to myself. Exactly. He's like, you know, you know Cuba Gooding Jr. Be... is good in that movie. I love him as Nicky Barnes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, great cast. Gosh, yeah, T.I. is cast. actually pretty good, yeah, too. Yeah, T.I. is good, yeah. Um, I think uh, Bokeem Woodbine's in that. Yeah. Um, this great movie, man. I love it. Great I like Josh Brolin. So, Josh Brolin. Yeah. Again, Josh oh, Brolin. Man. What a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> what a scumbag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, American Gangster is a uh, great drug, great drug, crime movie, mobster movie, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, all yeah. around, it's a good movie. I feel like we're hanging in New York. So let's stay in New York for a okay. second here. Right. So we've gone American, uh, we've gone Gangs New York, old school New York. <clears> and we've gone American Gangster kind of in the 70s, maybe early 80s, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, let's bring it a little bit more modern. A movie that not based on a true story, I don't think, but probably many stories similar. New Jack City. Ooh. 
Nino nice. Brown, Wesley Snipes, nice. uh, Ice T yeah. as the undercover cop. Uh, you've also got uh, who's our boy from uh, the Breakfast Club? Judd, Joe, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson yes. also as the partner. Uh, here's a movie, guys. It infiltrated pop culture. It did. Got a it lot did. of hype. Yeah. People, you know, still talk about like Nino Brown. They want to be like Nino Brown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was Wesley Snipes played a great, he did. badass gangster. That's where I first heard of him. Really, mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes was yeah. like really breaking out. You know, was New Jack City. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can remember being a younger guy because then we came out like in the nineties. You know, yeah. younger kid, mm-hmm. and they've got that scene where the girls are they're bagging up the cocaine, yeah. but they're they're topless, so their titties <laughs> are out. And I remember being like, "Oh, he just like like tits or whatever. Like that's cool. He made his workers be topless." And then later on, I learned I'm like, "No, that's so they don't steal from you." Like American Gangster, right? There's mm-hmm. no place to hide it. I was like, "Oh, I'm a dumbass," but <laughs> I was you know younger watching that, but uh. Badass movie, man. I've mentioned this before, like in our, I think back in our Juneteenth episode in season one, but just that scene when him and Nino are fighting and he pretty much gets him down iced tea and he's like, he's got the gun on him already and he's like, I want to shoot you so bad. My dick is hard. And he's like, <laughs> and he looks crazy. Like, Ice T looks like a crazy motherfucker. And uh, Judd Nelson is there right there, his partner. He's like, don't do it, man. Don't, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like, let's take him in. And then they take him in. And he's like, I'm gonna be out in a week. Like he's still talking shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and they're like, fuck, yeah. man, he's probably right. Cause he had money and he had everybody bought and uh gunned down by uh by someone that was uh, one of the kids he dealt drugs to, his grandfather, uh, which you're like, which you just see them smiling at the end too. You see Judd and I see just like laughing, like they're like glad that the motherfucker got shot. Like it's a satisfying ending. You know what I mean? Like, even though, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, man, I fucking hate this dude. You know what I mean? Guys, what do you think about New Jack City? New Jack City. If you haven't seen it, go go find it and watch it. Great, uh, great mob, uh, mob movie, gangster, gangster movie. Gangster movie. Where do you, yeah. where do you place it? Crime movie. Um, Double A, what else you got? Oh, man. So wh- I, I told a uh, fellow member, member uh, Friday night member, uh, Hoti Bear. Man, I love Carlito's Way. Oh, yeah. That is one of my top five Pacino performances. Ooh, okay. Yes, I love Carlito's Way a lot. Classic story of a guy who's been sent to prison, comes out, and just wants to be clean, man. He just wants to get enough money, go to an island, and open up a, a, his own business, you know. And it just goes wrong. He is uh, – what nationality in that? He is Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, that that's right. That's yes. right. Yes, but man, what a great fucking movie Carlito's Way is. Brian De Palma, him and Brian De Palma team up again from yeah. Scarface for Carlito's Way. Um, you know, you got Vito Mor- Vigo Morrison, you got uh, Penelope uh, Ann Miller, you got uh, John Leguizamo in a really good good role. Benny I love Blanco, his role. Benny, Benny Blanco, Blanco from, from the Bronx. Bronx. Yeah, dude, John Leguizamo is fucking. Fire I love that red suit. I, I, I just love that lo- right that he has. In the last year, I've just fallen more in love with John Leguizamo. He's so yeah. smart and yeah. so great, guys. If you get to ch- uh, check out his uh, on Netflix, is um, it's like called like a uh, true history of Latin Americans or Latin American history for for dummies or something like that. <laughs> but it, it it is a fucking riot and super informative about how Latin American culture is pretty much written out of history books. But it's so smart it's such a smart you know he's more like a like a one-act play than he is like a like than it is like a stand-up but he's just so good and so smart and he's got a great facebook to follow too like john like i love him and he's great in carlito's way i barely saw the movie maybe in the last two or three years really yeah and oh, i wow. think i bought okay. it after seeing it and i was okay. and i just one of the ones that was like on my list 
Never got you, got you. And I was like, wow. Uh, Sean Penn. Uh, oh, man. So if you want to talk about a scene stealer, Sean Penn, <laughs> this is probably his best role that he's ever done. The classic scumbag lawyer, you know, man, what a great character. <laughs> they say that uh, a Grand Theft Auto character was made after him. Is that right? Yeah, is something that right? like that. But, man, he plays a fucking scumbag in that movie. However Just, you think Sean Penn looks, he looks very un-Sean Penn in this man, movie. So. Yeah. Uh, I love the movie, though. You know, it's so good. Pacino's so good in that movie. He's trying, like I say, he's trying to get away from everything but it's like man they just every they keep throwing fucking things out of his way mm -hmm. speed bumps out of his way and man it's a very satisfying movie a very satisfying ending it i i love carlito's way i carlito brigante yeah i cannot recommend that movie enough great movie guys check it out watch check out carlito's carlito's i think way. i did buy it after that because i was like man it's like a fucking badass movie I hey love your it. your mom has always called me carlito yeah. since that movie yeah. came out like, she called me carlito. and man I, his beard looks sweet i oh, tried to get God his beard damn. and I that's can't. a good beard i, I never have that beard it. he looks so fucking good in that movie man he yeah. looks so fucking very stylish. cool very suave yeah yes he's, he's great like it's a yeah. great Great the, opportunity. Man, the last like 30 minutes are so fucking intense, right? When they're chasing him. Like from first off from the, mm -hmm. the dining club when the mobsters are there, you know, that whole scene is like very like like suspenseful. You're like really on the edge of your seat because you know they're there to kill him. Yeah. And then yeah. you know the chase begins. Exactly. You know, and you're yeah. just like, man, that that last like 25 minutes is just really suspenseful. How about uh, uh really on your edge of your seat? Vigo Mortensen as Lale. Yeah, Laleen, the Lali. their resident pimp. I you can't know? walk, I can't hump. He's in a fucking he's in a wheelchair, <laughs> he's like all fucked up. Like it's like, oh man, Vigo, you're you're playing a Puerto Rican guy. I don't know. And like on. like it's cool because like Al Pacino's like you know, I heard you're supposed to be doing like 30 years. So it's like, damn, what the fuck did Laleen do? You yeah. Know? Like he's getting like a 30 year life sentence. <laughs> you know, like, fuck. You know? Oh, man. But yeah. again, Brian De Palma, Al Pacino, you know, if you love them in Scarface, you're going to love them in Carlito's Way if you haven't seen it. That's just a really good movie. Yeah. I, I highly suggest that one as well. Carlito's Way. Great, great movie. Uh, what else? Double A, take me, take me well, somewhere else. Mario just went into Untouchables. Have you ever seen that one where Robert De Niro plays Al Capone? This movie is sitting at my house on DVD. It must have come into my house unbeknownst to me, and I was like, I pulled it out to say I'm going to watch this in prep of this show, and I didn't get a chance and to I watch it. And I think again, that's uh, the Palma. And you might be right. Okay. Yeah, with Kevin Costner. Yeah, with Kevin Costner as uh, Elliot Ness, right? Yep. Uh, so I have not seen it, Mario, unfortunately, but it is literally like in my Good room movie. ready to be watched. It has one of the most classic scenes with Robert De Niro where he bashes a guy's head in with a bat. Okay. You know, that's always been like a classic scene. He goes right behind the guy and just starts bashing him with the baseball bat. And De Niro oh, is Capone. He's Al Capone. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Elliot Ness, you know, the Sean Connery, story, yeah. where Sean Connery won his award. Right. You know, right, his right. Academy Award. Probably one of the, probably the most famous it's mobster of all time. The yeah, real it, life. It's a really good movie. Capone. It's a really good deep crime movie. I would really highly, highly recommend The Untouchables. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia is really good in that movie, too. Okay. Yes. Okay. Andy Garcia. So if you like him in, it, it's going to be weird, like, seeing like Godfather 3, too, like, where he's like a, like a really good cop, you know. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, so. I, I love him. I love him as a great actor. I always felt like um, the Godfather Three, his extension. Like if I could see like older Vincent, is like what we get in Oceans. Yeah, when he's yeah, the yeah, older, yeah. very yeah. suave, now yeah. more cool, very yeah. low key. 
I love the way he talks to Julia Roberts. I love the way he tells yeah. Clooney he's gonna get him and all that. There's not over the top. It's no. played so sick. I'm like, I, I like, I like, like Andy that. Garcia, casino yeah. uh, owner yeah. of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Andy Garcia, yeah. very cool, very <laughs> cool guy, great, great actor. Um, so let's let's talk about these two uh, real quick. Uh, let's go. I want to do. We'll do. We'll kind of do a little light one. And then we'll okay. go more serious. So we'll go Dick Tracy, and oh. then let's go Bugsy. Oh, oh! So I like these two. We're comic like book guys, two. so you get a comic strip. I like these. Dick Tracy. I cannot think for the life of me, Double A, another movie that looks. I like love that. the look of. Dick I love Tracy. it. I love it too. I love. Why the did colors. they do more movies like that's? It looks. I love his so yellow. Neat. I yeah. love all the gangster colors. Yeah. I love that movie. The Tommy Guns, everything. All the shit that people say about combat movies, like, oh, you can't do that. Madonna put... is such a great, oh, man. you know, that. Breathless Bounty. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's almost like a Dame to Kill for. She plays like that Dame to Kill for from Sin yes. City. Yes. You know, that you're just, you fall in love with her and you want to do anything for her. You know? Any, any mumbling motherfucker to me is mumbles and i will call them Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> i'm like what the fuck are you mumbles i'm like you're over here like big boy did it big boy did it big boy did it <laughs> <laughs> dustin hoffman is a fucking oh, champ man. and then what the cash that, man, that cast Warren Beatty is... got together wow like, man. holy shit i mean that james con is in there mm -hmm. al pacino's in there dustin hoffman is in there uh, Dick Van Dyke is in there. Shit. Madonna is in there. You Who know? plays Flat Top? That's somebody. Uh, yes, it is. It's the uh, uh, Edward Forsythe. Oh man, yeah. Quite Dick Tracy is such a fun movie. It is. Uh, yeah, but that shootout. Oh yeah. You remember that shootout yeah. at the end when all the guys are coming and Tracy's just there with the Tommy gun? <laughs> yeah, that him? is badass. Man, holy shit! You're like, man, I'm like a Dick Tracy fan now. Man. Like, like, man, he Flat Top gets out and he's like. So yeah. what I remember mainly about this, I didn't know a lot about Dick Tracy, though. I didn't. I never read the comics. Didn't either. It wasn't up. That was my first introduction to Dick Tracy. But you know where I was seeing it a lot. Oh. I was reading all those '90s comics, and it was on the back. And my dad goes, "What are you reading?" And I said, oh, "I'm reading whatever." And I show him, and he goes, "Oh, look at the back." And he goes, "You know what that is?" Because all it was was the silhouette of the watch, and it said, "Calling Dick Tracy." And my dad said, "That's a cool. That's a cool comic." My brothers had to watch it one time. Oh man, that yeah, is what fucking a cool sweet. fucking thing that was. Very fucking. Now sweet. it's become like a real thing now. Now that's yeah, no shit, right? Thing. Your iWatch is your Dick Tracy. Became, like your watch became a phone, but how innovative was that? You know, very much Tracy, so, man. You know, very much so. Um, <clears throat> the kid, I loved the, the kid, the kid grew up right. Didn't yeah. he? And B, he was was called the kid. Yeah. Like, but your uh, your middle brother. Uh, Friday Nighter Will will always talk about the fight with him and the Steve the Tramp. You know what I mean? With the whole yeah, yeah where going back, back and He's forth. beating the, you know, I mean, I love that too. Like the hard-nosed detective, like fighting the gangsters with fucking just lefts and rights, you know? So that's a great, great movie. It is. Tracy. That's a really good Do you own that? Uh, I think you know that's what? hard I to don't. find. I think that's I hard don't to find. Own that. I've never looked it up, but I'm going to go Me look neither. it up now. As I do. Well, I, like I said, Madonna is smoking. Rip, that, that is Madonna at her hottest, man. Yeah. Uh, I do this show, and then I go spend money on Amazon afterwards on the shit. I'm talking <laughs> I know, show. same here. So <laughs> that is my story. But keeping with Warren Beatty, Bugsy, that yeah, movie, Bugsy Siegel, Benjamin Siegel, like the last years of his life in that movie. That movie is so good. Uh, one of the few gangsters that was great looking enough where he crossed over to the Hollywood mainstream. What a brutal, brutal fucking gangster he was. 
convicted, you know, indicted on rape, indicted on murder, indicted on racketeering, indicted on all this fucking shit. He is a brutal mobster, a Jewish mobster that was highly respected in the Italian mafia, Mm -hmm. highly, highly respected, loved to kill, you know, loved to torture, loved doing all that stuff. Yeah. You know, the movie, it kind of shows him where it's just like where they send him to Las Vegas and, you know, trying to build Las Vegas up. Taking over that territory for the New York mob for Lucky Luciano. So, right. Uh, yeah. You know, <clears throat> is it true that he was skimming money off the mob? I don't know. It's always, it's always been up, uh, open ended. No one knows if he was really stealing money or it was just losing money. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a, like a, like a unweird point, right? Because it's like, well, what if he wasn't? Are we like, we hold him in higher regard? I'm like, a criminal's a criminal, you know what I mean? Like, but like, I, I, yeah, at least but he wasn't stealing from I his buddies. I know he said that Meyer Lansky, because him and Meyer grew up together, they were best friends. Yeah, that it was his vote that decided his ultimate outcome, but they said he really hated the decision. Uh, obviously, you know, he protected Meyer when they were kids. Yeah, you know, he was a protector, he was a muscle, even for Lucky Luciano, mm-hmm. he was a muscle for him when they were growing up. Yeah, you know, so no one knows if Virginia was really taking the money. If he was taking the money, who knows? Uh, I do know that Flamingo did flop in the first opening. It did flop bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, man, a brutal man that died a brutal, brutal way. He yeah. got fucking bullets, like, all in and everything. Just but Pretty much in California. He was killed in California. California yep. But pretty much uh, we could say the innovator of Vegas. Yeah, right? he is. Yes, he, he sure is. The Flamingo is still there. And they had, had an a, idea. They have a, yeah. And at the end of the movie, they just said how – it generates hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. now. And there's a, a statue to him, right? Which is kind of... There is. It's a little one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of odd one. to have that too, like a murdering, killing rapist. But I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, hey, that's America for you, right? I mean, it's like, hey, you know, we're we're, we're <laughs> obsessed with that shit. We're obsessed with the culture of those. Uh, those it is a, kind of like one of the first very big casinos, though. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and if you go to Vegas, I mean, Vegas is all modern now. So if you get to go and to that, it's, it you're seeing lead, a piece of old Vegas. It did lead to the mob getting their roots into Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, so, yeah. but a great movie by two Warren, two good uh, Warren Beatty movies. Yeah. I, I, I like Bugsy a lot. Yeah. I, I actually saw it after the next movie I'm going to bring up. And that's, this is when I first, this movie, it's not really regarded. I think that highly, but I liked it a lot and it made me go do my own research. And then I, I liked the Bugsy in this movie. So okay. it was weird okay. to see him my, Warren Beatty do it, which was the bigger movie, the more yeah. successful movie. But you know, I'm talking about yeah. mobsters. I love mobsters. Mobsters is a badass movie. I love. Mobsters. I like mobsters. Great cast. Richard Great Grieco story. as Bugsy, uh, from Twenty One Jump Street fame. Uh, Christian Slater as Charles Lucky. Charlie Lucky Luciano. I like that. I like that a mobster had. I, mm. I I got that guy's name. Uh, who I thought was very smart. Very well done. Meyer Lansky. I learned about Meyer Patrick Lansky. Dempsey. And Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Dempsey played him. Before he became really big. And who is the fourth guy? I can't remember Frank Casella, the actor, Kinsella, but he, right. he's like a big name, too. Yeah. I've seen him in a lot of movies. Yeah. I, I've His name escapes me, but Frank Costello, they played it all great. Yeah. No, very, very great movie. Uh, fun movie. They talk about the rigging of the World Series. Uh, yeah, Arl Rostin. Yeah, Arl Rostin. That comes up. Uh, I love that part when he's talking with Luciano and he's like, we got money to burn, baby. You want to burn some? And they're literally throwing money into the fireplace. You're like, holy shit. You know, classic too. Again, they look great. Yeah. Great costumes. They look so sharp, man. They got the Tommy guns and they're just, uh, they're just doing it 
fucking mafia style, man. You're like, holy shit, this is a pretty pretty solid movie. Short too. It's not like a long one of the longer. But it, it's really good, man. I kind of want to go real deep into this one. No, go, yeah, please, yeah. by all means. Uh, Anthony Quinn also. Anthony Quinn, uh, Chris Penn is in there too. Oh, okay. Uh, it's been a while since I seen it. You Chris own that? Penn, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes, I own okay. it. Uh, just so good. Uh, it's a really good story of how the four, the four main pioneers of the mob, Lucky, Lucky Luciano, mm -hmm. the leader, Meyer Lansky, the brains, Bugsy Siegel, the must, the must, and Frank Costello, the politician of the group, the one that paid off the cops and everything. It's a really good story of how these two old Sicilian mob bosses, how Luciano plays both sides, and they kill each other. And at the end of that, Lucky Luciano comes in. They have a, a five families, uh, you know, where he's a chairman. He's a chairman of the board. He organizes the mafia into this one big cohesive unit. And it's just a really good movie. Yeah. Hang, hang on right yeah, there. Yeah. Guys, we're going to uh, take a pause for the cause, read a bit of your comments, and then we'll get right back and talking more about mobsters. But, guys, yeah, so mobsters, again. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a really good story of the rise of the American mafia set up by Charlie Lucky, Lucky Luciano. A uh, really good story. Uh, Meyer Lansky, you know, Luciano, their partnership, the unusual partnership of a Jewish mobster and an Italian mobster, especially when Jewish mobsters weren't supposed to be in the mafia, you know? Yeah. So I would highly recommend that one. That's a good cast. Again, it's Christian Slater. It's Patrick Dempsey. It's, uh, Richard Greco, it's Chris Penn, Anthony Quinn, uh, Charlie Dean CM. Do you know the the one who plays uh, Gandalf? I mean, not Gandalf, uh, Dumbledore in the Harry Potter ones. Uh, Michael Gambon. Yeah, he's in that one too. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he's the that, that yeah. other boss. Yeah, that's a fucking dick. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's such a great movie. I need to see it again. You got it on Blu-ray? No, I don't have it on Blu-ray. I bet but, it's hard yeah, to find. Great movie. Rec I highly recommend it. So uh, check out Mobsters. Yeah. Now, guys, during our, our pseudo break, but when we tell you guys to comment, then we read every 30 minutes. We got a lot of great comments. So we're going to talk about some of the we're going to kind of head down the list. We might go fast. We might not. We might go slow. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, join us and let us know as you think uh, what we should be adding. Excuse me. Or not adding. So I'm going to start off right here since we had done a lot of Morty Scorsese, but uh, The Departed. Where he finally won his Oscar for Best Director, finally. Now, would you call it a mob movie, gangster movie, or even... It's a mob movie. It's a mob movie. Yeah, because it's loosely based on Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger, mm -hmm. but in the movie, it's Frank Costello. Frank Costello. Frank Costello, yes. played by Jack Nicholson, expertly, expertly played. What a great caper flick. Um, that's what I'm drinking right now, Chris. <laughs> and we had this, Crystal, but mostly uh, I've been drinking Dos Equis, But Charlie CM wanted me to try out this Chihuahua beer. <laughs> yeah. So Double A is drinking a dog, <laughs> a small dog. Like I have a dog. Uh, okay. But, so departed. Uh, get back on our Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Alec Baldwin, uh, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. Uh, did I say Mark Wahlberg already? Oh, no. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Boston, guys. Fucking Southie. What a great story. So I heard that this is uh, based on like a Japanese movie, I think. Yeah, so they did it first. Um, but this one is, like I said, loosely 
based on Whitey Bulger. Yeah. From being an FBI informant to mm-hmm. having his own cop in the mm-hmm. in the force, you mm-hmm. know, all that shit, you know, uh getting information on his rivals, you know, his feud with the Italian mafia. Yeah. All that stuff, you know. Yeah. But Jack Nicholson kind of plays it more like a, a paranoid mob boss, you know, yeah. like where he gets more and more paranoid. You know. And uh, it's yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. And he's more too of like uh I would say like a kind of a caricature or whatever, because I watched and I'll talk about this one next, which is because they kind of go one into the other, but Black Mass, which is the really the Johnny De- it's a Johnny Depp movie, great cast. Uh David Harbour's in that, Kevin Bacon's in that, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh the damn kid's name I just forget right now. Joel Edgerton. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's in he's like the second pretty much lead to Johnny Depp. He plays the cop on the inside. But that's like the real story of the Whitey Bulger story they call him. That movie is it's not a parody. I mean, I'm sure there are liberties taken as Hollywood does, but it's just the it's just the straight up story. But um anyway, the departed I absolutely love yeah, it. I loved it. This movie blew me the fuck away. I hate it when people say they give it to Martin Scorsese, like as a Okay, here's your Oscar. You know, I hate that because The Departed's one of his best movies. Absolutely. If I could have my name on on a movie and if that was yeah. a movie, that's great. Now, yeah. now would I rather have it on like Goodfellas or Casino? Yeah, sure. Maybe. But Maybe. I admit, but, The Party was just as fucking no, good. No, I own that. I watched that over and over again. It's fucking quotable. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking funny. Leo and Matt it's Damon great. are great in oh, that movie. Gosh. Mark I, Wahlberg is fucking hilarious in that movie. I think people still hate Matt Damon based on that movie. <laughs> I'm like, there's no good you can do to redeem you from being that asshole. I like Baldwin. is fucking funny in that great. movie. Wahlberg Man. is great. Uh, Martin Sheen is great. I mean... Um, I love Martin Sheen in that movie. Yeah, everything about it. I mean, it's, it's just so much. It reminds me... It's of what wow, what a what a thing to say. Uh, uh Scorsese movie reminds me of a Tarantino movie, but it does because it's yeah. one of these ones yeah. where there's the cast is so layered and the performances are so good. You know, and I've said this before because I always think about Django or sometimes even Inglorious, but like with Django, there's so many good performances happening that like someone like Leo's performance is kind of pushed down by Christoph Waltz and yeah. Jamie Foxx turning yeah. it way up, and you're like, damn, like or and even Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. as Steven. It's like Leo's performance is like fourth good in Django yeah. to those people. You're like, that's still a great performance as Calvin Candy. And that's how The Departed is. It's so many great performances stacked on top yeah. of each other. You're like, gosh, yeah. dang. Like, like it's that good. There's no moment wasted. There's no slow parts. Uh, even what's her name is uh, great. Vera, uh, Vera from Agara. Yeah. It's hard to say. I fuck up her name. She she's is great fantastic as a psychiatrist so so great and beautiful beyond beautiful she's a gorgeous lady and she just does it so well kind of playing not knowingly but she's falling for the patient but she's with this guy that's kind of weird and everything else seems like it would be great the ideal partner but what's up with him we don't really know what the what what was your take on that is matt damon gay is he a homosexual in the closet and that's what they say that he got abused uh in the church so like he's like very hard to like get close to yeah i, I wouldn't say he's gay uh yeah. just i don't know just he's fucked up in the head because her love making doesn't go so well you know she kind of gives him that oh no, it doesn't that happens to a lot of guys yeah. speech and yeah. he kind of takes offense to it or whatever yeah. so okay so he's just fucked up so that adds to- i would say so yeah because they never really 
make him like look like he's like into other dudes. Have I done this? Right? Look at this. Oh, damn. Nice. That's how hot this beer is. It needs to go. I put ice in my beer right now, y'all. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to catch hell for this, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so that's our little tick on the departed. Absolutely love Great it. Movie. One of Scorsese's absolute best, in my opinion. Yeah, four stars. Uh, Easily four stars. Yeah, if you went out and bought it and had never it's watched it, you're not wasting money. It, it's not slow like Casino. It's faster pace. It's mm-hmm. just like you said, all star lineup. Uh, I could probably watch that one more than a lot of his other ones. You know, real yeah. easy. If it's yeah. on, I don't turn it. I love it. Yeah. Departed is <clears throat> fucking fantastic. Okay, so next we had uh, Aaron B mention Eastern Promises. Woo. Now you're talking about the Russian mafia. Russian mafia. But with almost like the same plot line, an undercover cop that's going deep into the Russian mafia. Vigo Mortensen plays the lead, and across from him is that Vincent Castle. Yeah. This guy I love as an actor. He is a fucking great scumbag. He's a great villain. I, I he was a little while like my kind of dream casting for Doctor Doom. Oh, only because I thought he could do like whatever like a Latvian accent is supposed to sound like, and I also thought he like because you remember in Black Swan, right? Mm-hmm. How he's like yep. such he a fucking asshole. asshole, man. I'm like, and if you ever watch that movie, there's a movie called Derailed. Have you ever heard this movie? Who's it with? Uh, it's him. The lead is Clive Owen, and the opposite lead is Jennifer yes. Aniston. Yes, yes Remember yes, that yes. fucked up movie? Yes, yes. That would be super fucked up, guys. And he's a fucking asshole. In that. <laughs> so Vincent Castle is a great asshole. He's a great bad guy. Uh, could he do Doctor Doom? I think so. Uh, I mean, everybody likes Hugo Weaving, but they like him for every single bad guy, and he can't be fucking everybody. So he didn't even want to do the Red Skull again. No. So whatever. But I digress. Back to Eastern Promises. <laughs> yeah. Viggo Mortensen, undercover, Russian mob. You know, you got to get the stars tattooed over the your fight heart. Scene, right? and nude Dude. in the in the spa or yeah. whatever. Nude fighting. Apparently, yeah. this is a question because I I hear this. Be that people say, could you fight nude? And I'm like, number one, I never been in a fight. I so think if you had to, yeah, man. yeah. Like the situation <laughs> he was in, yeah. they're trying to cut his goddamn yeah. throat. He fought two guys, two guys. I mean, ladies, if you're out there and you want to see. Nude men fighting in the it's a fucked up story too. Just I don't know what is it like with the women too. Like, well, you pretty much have they're they've got like these like I guess Russian girls that come over and they pretty much open these sex houses or whatever, yeah. and the girls are there. And yeah. one of them is uh one of them gets pregnant uh by the one of the mob bosses, the, the Russian the mob, mob bosses, bosses. Yeah. yeah, the guy and uh they get a hold of the baby, right? Yeah. And so they get a hold of the baby, and uh, Naomi Watts is in it also. That's right. She plays That's like the nurse is. or yes. whatever, and her and Vigo kind of. And you, and you know what's really cool? Is I don't think you find out that Vigo's undercover until towards the end. You don't. So it's like you yeah. don't know the whole yeah. time. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. We fucked up Eastern <laughs> Promises for yeah, you. Okay. But it's a great <laughs> fucking movie. Either way, you get to watch it, and you get to enjoy it, and it's a lot of fun. Vigo is a real, not Lale from Carlitos Way anymore. Now he's a fucking yeah, badass. He's really he's good. In great and shape. this was just about almost after Lord of the Rings. So it was yeah. a big departure. Yeah. And he's all fucking tatted up. I yeah. love that part where he's like, he gives him the fucking. Yeah. I don't know what that means. But yeah. That was pretty cool. And I was like, that was, that was, it's a fucking badass movie. Vincent Castle, too, is very, very, very good as a, as a bad guy. And uh, there's a great scene where the, his dad, Vincent Castle's dad, who's like the leader of the Russian mob. Which portrays like he's like a very nice, sensitive man, right? Yeah. yeah. They're eating borscht. They're eating borscht. And, um, 
if we had Friday Nighter Jack here, he would be doing his, he'd be doing it too much. And it wouldn't, but anyway, there's a part where the little girls are playing the violin and he's like, you must make the wood cry. And he's like playing the violin, all beautiful Russian style. I love just how it's so seeped in rich culture. And then you have at the end, like, you know, Vigo pretty much telling them they want to pull him out. And he's like, no, tell them that by the end of the night, I will have stars over my heart. So when you get in this mob, you yeah. get these two star yeah. tattoos right here. So stars over your heart, over your heart. So the stars, that means like you're fucking in, like you're all the way in. And he pretty much surpasses Vincent Castle, the fucking son. So it's like, you get the impression. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to stay in like deep, like real deep. So you're yeah. like, oh shit. Like it's pretty badass. And uh great, great movie. Eastern promises. You cannot. You will not. That is really good. With that one. Yeah. Uh, we also had from uh, uh, Friday Night Faithful member Aaron B. Also, uh, he he said Road to Redemption. It was, it's actually called Road to Perdition. I fucking love that movie. When I first saw it, I love that movie. Based on a graphic novel. Yes. So based on a comic book comes from a comic book. A graphic novel, fancy name for comic book. Uh, Tom Hanks. I loved it. How about how about um, one of his final roles? As the mob Paul Newman. boss, Paul Newman. I love Paul Newman. I love Jude Law. That scene with them. Oh, yeah. Jude Law is great. Daniel Craig. Great. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Oh, my gosh. Before Bond. Yeah. He is – He's. you know how you love to hate some characters? You don't love to hate him. You just hate him. Yeah. And you, I, it's just all hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Paul Newman is lovable. And their moment, him and Tom Hanks, is like, man, they are like a father and son. Uh, me and my dad love that movie. Uh, I think we saw it in theaters together. It is very much a father-son movie because it's like a lone wolf and cub, the dad and the son, and the tragedy of it, it's heavy, man. It's fucking heavy. Hey, Sam, real quick, let me answer Steve's because he asked me this question Go again. Uh, yes, I do love uh, this after a couple I do love it. It's really fucking good. I would highly recommend it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so great question, Steve. Cheers, Steve. Cheers. I'm glad you're back. And 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 I've got ice in here. Oh. Thanks for coming back. Uh I love the look of Road to Perdition. I love the setting of Road to Perdition. I love the story. It's brutal how Daniel Craig fucking murders his family, you know. So, so well, before you go into that, Double back us up. Okay. The things that you love, tell us about it. What what era time frame were we dealing it's with? It's the Prohibition era. Okay. Because he mentions Al Capone. 40, 30, he mentions 40s. Al Capone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Those kind of cars. Yes. Fedoras. Yeah. Tom Hanks is a hitman. Yeah. Paul Newman's best hitman. Yeah. You know, and he's very serious. No joking. There's how, no joking. How much dialogue does Tom Hanks have in that he first hour? He doesn't have a lot. Five words. You know, he's very professional in his job. He likes to do it right. You know, him and Michael Paul, Sullivan. Him and Paul this Newman. This is not Forrest Gump, guys. No. This is not fucking Castaway. Him and Paul Newman have like a really tight father-son relationship. Uh, Daniel Craig is like that crazy mob boss son. Uh, typical asshole. Typical asshole. He Great think, American accent. I did not know he was English. Yeah. Until, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. Later, like Bond. Uh, his son... Sneaks on a, a fucking car with them. He on sees, a hit. He goes out on a hit. He sees what his dad really does. He finds out that his dad's just killing mobster. And Daniel Craig's like, is he, can we trust him? And he's like, yeah, of course. He's my son. You know, he's not going to say anything. But Daniel Craig doesn't believe it. And he fucking executes Michael Sullivan's family. How about Real. that scene with Paul Newman and Daniel Craig? Yeah. Father yeah, when he beats him. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, even like Tom Hanks when he finds his family, when he's like, no, you know, that's brutal. And then, you know, Paul Newman, because Paul Newman knows what he just unleashed. He knows what his son just unleashed on, on him. And he everything. ain't going to stop. I love nope. when they say that. I love when they're like, he's not going to stop. Like, nope. I, you fucked like up. I said, I love the feel of the movie. I like how they sent Jude Law because they're like, he's the best at what he does. And what he does is pretty freaky, too. I oh, yeah, he sick. kills people. Jude Law is sick. He takes pictures of his victims. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. pretty fucking freaky, too. One of my favorite scenes is the diner scene when yeah. uh, Hanks already knows what's up. And him and Jude Law first encounter yep. each other. Yep. And he intentionally takes like a swig out of a flask. And he's sweating, but he's sweating because he knows what he's trying to get done here, which is get out of the diner with with Jude Law. And but Jude Law's eyeing him, and he's you know he offers him a drink out of his flask, and he's like, never touch this stuff. And then he goes, he tells Tom Hanks, stuff makes you sweat because you can see the bead of sweat running off of him. But hell, for all we know, Hanks didn't even take a swig. He's just trying to set up like we're trying yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a great, great scene. The whole movie's. Fucking, I love it. Yeah, stand, I love Rose the soundtrack, the scene in the yes. rain. Yes. Oh man. Oh my I'm god. Glad you brought that one up. Oh my yes. god. It, yeah. it will blow yeah. you away. Yes. It will blow you away. It's so fucking epic. It's an epic, yeah. epic scene. Yeah. An epic movie. Really underrated. Way under. I never hear talked about. Never, never hear talked about. Never. Great pull, Aaron yeah. B. Road to Perdition is fucking highly fire. recommended. Yeah. Totally. Uh, moving on quickly. Uh, Heat. Are they a crime family? They're not. It's, no, not, it's not a crime. They're just a bunch of bank robbers. They're just a bunch of bank robbers. It might be more of a caper flick. I would put this more in the category yeah. of like a Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Where it's not quite a mob. No, it's but see, not. But see, that here you go though, right? Double Speaking of Reservoir Dogs, Joe is like a like a boss. He's a he's he a, has a crew. Yeah, he's a crime boss over a crew. But he hires people, you know. So for in certain jobs. Let, let, let's go to our bread and butter comic books. Kingpin, mobster. He's a mobster. Yeah, he's a, 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 a but he's over. He owns New York. See, he's over any crime yeah. boss in New no. York. Yeah, any, they all pay tribute. Any Italian, any fan. Yeah. Kingpin is the kingpin. Yes, that, by yes. his name, Wilson yes. Fisk is yes. the shit. Okay, okay. So Joe in Reservoir Dogs is kind of like that, Just but he's maybe smaller. A crime still. boss. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I like a, like a syndicate. Like yeah, because like I mean the the. Jewelry that they were just seeing from just sounded like a small jewelry. Diamond or diamonds? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, oh, no, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. But it sounded like maybe like a Zells. Okay, you know, it didn't sound like they were seeing like from like a bank or anything. You know, it just sounded like a a really easy score. Okay, for them, you know. Okay. So, I, but you get yeah. to feel too that he's doing multiple jobs. He's got multiple of course, crews. Of course, yeah, because he yeah, was like, you know, it. we had two guys fighting over Mister Black, right? You right. Know, at another yeah. job. Okay. So yeah, okay. uh Heat a uh, good movie. Heat Great fantastic movie, movie. But I don't know if uh we put yeah. it on here though. Yeah, I don't know who necessarily call it what it is here. Uh next one up. You want to talk about the Mexican mafia? Oh. I, I mean, we are in San Antonio. We do not want to offend anyone. We're talking no, about movies no, here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um Joe, Friday Nighter Joe brought up American Me. American Me is a great fucking movie. I love that movie. You know, uh, I love American Me. Uh, Edward James almost very scary in that movie. Oh yeah, the whole movie is very intense. In fact, in fact, maybe more so because we are in South Texas in San Antonio, where we are also Hispanic. Um, I felt like this movie got mixed in a lot with this one and Blood In Blood Out. Like you had to (laughs) watch these. Now, now I may be about to catch hell. 
I don't think I've ever seen Blood In, Blood Out all the way. It's funny Dude. because I prefer American Me. Most I, people love Blood In, Blood Out yeah. more uh, yeah. than American Me. I like American Me more. Now, from the parts I've seen of Blood In, Blood Out, I saw – I liked American Me more. But, again, I haven't seen it the whole way through. But American Me, I feel like we watched all together a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, we, we watched did. that one a lot. Yeah, You remember our cousin Caesar? He would sometimes dress up like – like, <laughs> I don't remember that. Like you no. wear the the high pants and the shirt, the funny enough shirt. You, you remember how Caesar looked? He looked yeah. just like. Well, he was from California, so <laughs> yeah, more of that too. See, it's always like they talk about the Mexican mafia. It's more like based in. Oh, because uh, it's in California. In California. The first is in California. Yeah, it's, that's where Caesar's yeah. from. He's from California. And while we're on that, though, I do want to mention real quick. We might have said it off while we were off air, but uh, Friday night faithful. Uh, member and Friday nighter long time Mario Delgado did mention Sicario. Uh and so that is a great one regarding the I cartel. Love Sicario. Cartel stuff definitely yeah. would definitely count in the vein of what we're talking yes, about. Really where it's a, yeah. where it's a family of stuff. But uh yeah no uh you know back to quickly to American Me. Yeah I definitely feel like that's that's a great great movie. Uh excellent watch. It's loosely based on a real story. Okay. Very loosely. Uh the Mexican Mafia did not like how they were portrayed like that Santana got raped. They're saying that if you're in the Mexican Mafia, you would not be raped. Ah, interesting. You know, so interesting. they took very highly offense to that scene because he's portraying a real-life figure that's highly respected in the Mexican Mafia. Oh, wow. Okay. Super highly respected. So that's a pretty uh, – Yeah, yeah. so they got pretty pissed off with his portrayal. So. Pretty slanderous in that respect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the same Friday Nighter, Friday Nighter, Joe also mentioned uh, Bonnie and Clyde, obviously a famous gangster old school, couple. Yeah, old school gangster movie from the 60s. With Warren Beatty? With Warren Beatty. I've not yeah. seen that one. Yeah. Seen but Gene obviously man has been playing gangsters for a while. So. Yeah, yes, he sure has. Uh, something you would recommend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't check it out. Obviously, that couple very famous, yeah. made famous by they died horribly. You know, I mean, yeah, horribly. Yeah, died. yeah, they got shot up by cops like on both sides when they were driving. Just man, just brutal death, brutal, brutal death. Like almost like how Sonny dies. Oh no, in shit. the Godfather. Oh, wow, just but they're cops. Shoot out, like, cops oh. all around them. Ouch. You know, just fucking ooh. crazy. Fucking crazy. I think the car's somewhere in the museum. I no believe. Kidding. I believe. I could Interesting. be wrong. Yeah. That movie reminds me a little bit. Well, the, the, the premise of it reminds me they did the kind of the modern version with Emilio Estevez and Demi Moore and uh Wisdom. Yes. And that was kind of like yeah. a modern, a modern That's take right. on that That's story. Right. But uh, you know, obviously too made famous by the Tupac song Bonnie and Clyde, and then you get the Jay-Z and Beyonce version, Bonnie and Clyde. Right. We did it with the the J the Tupac version, he's referring to him and his gun. They're like okay. Bonnie and Clyde, okay. and then later on, Jay Z and Beyonce are referring to themselves. All right, obviously. But moving on from that, uh, I wrote this down for myself. Black Mass. I watched that in preparation of it. our show yeah. this week. Uh, the straight up take on the Whitey Bulger story, Johnny Depp, and the great cast that we mentioned. Uh, that everybody was in there. Um, Total Double A wasn't really like a fun movie. It and wasn't I one that the reviews I, weren't that great. Either. I wouldn't highly recommend it. I mean, like if you love mob movies, if you like like the Departed lot and you want to know like the Whitey Bulger real story, okay, check it out. Um, like I kept saying earlier, there's it's fun, it's quotable, it's like there's funny parts, there's good parts, there's parts you go back to, you just want to watch for that part. You might YouTube a clip of it. This doesn't have any of that. There's not a part I would YouTube of it. There's not a an upbeat part. Uh a funny part there's not a meme of it that i could think of being made like yeah. there is of the departed and all yeah. that like you know uh fucking 
Jack Nicholson doing the rat. You know what I mean? Like, there's, <laughs> there's nothing fun like that. Johnny Depp looks scary. There's some scary parts. Yeah, I don't know why he did that for him. Yeah. Why Bolger doesn't look anything like that. No, yeah. No. There's some weird shit in it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a mob movie for sure or whatever. But in the same vein of uh, Donnie Brasco, where, like, there's a couple of – at least there's some quotable shit out of there. There's nothing really quotable out of this one, but at least there's some stuff. There might be some stuff you make a meme of maybe out of Donnie Brasco, but not in this one, not Black Mass. I don't think so. Maybe the reviews were warranted. I mean, you know, like I said, if you get a chance, maybe go for it or whatever. But if you don't, if you say, nah, he wasn't that sold on it, okay, I won't be sad. So, yeah. (laughs) And then the last thing – the last one I wrote down out of what we got out of comments was um, Public Enemies. Uh, the Johnny Depp with Christian Bell and Johnny Christian Depp, Depp. and yeah. the the story of John Dillinger so back in Prohibition era yep. time. Mm-hmm. So yep. those movies kind of like it's a great opportunity for actors to get in those that old cars. Carry a Tommy Gun looks was right. directed by Michael Mann. Oh okay, yeah, I love Michael Mann. Yes, it's a Collateral. Yes, yes. Collateral. He, uh, you know, and then the girl is in it too. The gorgeous girl from Inception. <sighs> gorgeous, gorgeous, yes. gorgeous, gorgeous, yes. beautiful. The French uh, actress. Yes, the yes. French actress. She sounds so beautiful and everything. Sucks. But you know what? All those things said, I think I even, I, I don't, I own this movie, but anyway, I was given a copy by my dad. I don't love it. I never go back okay. to it, which is my main, that's one of my that's main criteria. Like, do I, I love go back Christian to Bell and mm-hmm. I love Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. You know? I love Michael Mann. And Michael Mann. I love great costumes. Yeah. I love Prohibition era yeah. shit. It's just not that good. It's just not that good. I just, you know, like, it's okay. Maybe I need to watch it again. I mean, it, it didn't really, like I said, it was another movie that came out, kind of was bolstered by, you know, Johnny Depp, Christian Bell at their peaks, like at their hottest. And uh, I don't really re- remember, like, that much buzz afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just the names, really, that sold people. But hey, I don't was, remember anyone really talking about Public Enemies. It was just like when Christian Bell was in Terminator Salvation. And yeah. you were like, oof. Yeah. You're never like, oh, let's watch Terminator Salvation. You're also like, let's never let's let's watch Public Enemies. So that's it. That's the rundown of what I got out of comments. Uh, Double A. Now is your and that's all I can think of. Yeah, I just got two more. Yeah, you're talking about like really old school ones, but yeah, uh, the original, the Public Enemy with James Cagney. Oh, okay. Does the grapefruit. In the face, I don't know if you ever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pretty and, famous scene. Yes, yeah. it is. And Little Caesar by Edward D. Robinson. Always hear about that you one. You know, uh, so check these two movies out. I bought this four pack, so check them out. Public Enemy, right here. Now, what are the other two? Little Caesar. This is the Roaring Twenties, which was a really good movie too. It's Prohibition, and this one too was a Prohibition era too. Uh, what is this one? Smart Money. So, I mean, all good movies, but Public Enemy is probably your biggest one right here. Your biggest mobster movie up to that point before. Uh, and you know what? Scarface 2, uh, the original Scarface, yeah, uh, is uh, considered a classic too. You know, because he even has The World Is Yours in and the original. Is, who is this actor? Edward G. Robinson. Edward G. Robinson. Remember from the Ten Commandments? Uh, yes, but he's also the famous... Uh, He's what's based in the Bugs Bunny cartoon, yeah. like the big lips yes. and the like, the yes. mobster and the yes. and the spats mm-hmm. and the hat and all yes. that. So yeah, yeah the, I just recognize his face right because that's yeah. how they always yeah. draw him. Uh, so yeah, those are great too. I mean, anything from that kind of time. Is so I mean, I mean, if you can see, gangster movies have been around since gangsters have been around. You know, yeah. Public Enemy was made like in 1931, 1932. So uh, always very enjoyable. You know, they always have that same 
you know, fucking fuck you attitude, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the reason why those movies are enjoyable is because as a culture and as a country, we've been enamored by these characters yeah, for so long. They're just so ruthless. These people are yeah. so ruthless that they just go out and kill. And Yeah. And, <laughs> and because of that, because of their ruthlessness, they're able to kind of live a lifestyle that seems lavish and posh and drive yeah. nice cars and yeah. wear nice suits and eat nice but what places price and, at what price well, right yeah if your so if your soul is little worth little to you then yeah then you can do that go ahead you know what i mean like yeah I mean, because most of the time it always comes back and get to you and most of them have all died yep <laughs> yep Brutally. i mean who, who out of those movies comes out clean on the other side exactly. nobody no one. you know what i mean and, and that's you, in real life too no one has really come out from clean yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's awful. <laughs> um one of the things I always wondered was uh about was um like Henry Hill, you know, he went in that witness protection double A, but then Yeah, but he kept uh, getting arrested. Yeah, yeah. But I guess once the mob dissolved, kind of they weren't after him no, no more. No, they weren't. Like just he like, just started showing his face everywhere. Yeah. It's funny because they kind of address a little bit of that in the Sopranos and what I was watching in season mm -hmm. one, which is back in like whatever year season mm -hmm. one was. And they're just like, yeah, man, there's like too much like uh, like people don't even know who to report to anymore. People don't even know who to pay. They, yeah. Like they do heists and all that shit and they don't even know who you're paying, like who your immediate yeah. is. And I was like, oh, wow, it's kind of like I wonder if it's going to get if it's going to dive more into that as I go along. That'll be interesting to see that. Like, OK, that's kind of good because the mob was kind of falling apart. You know what I mean? So there was really no more. But uh, guys, we're nearing the end here. So we want to go ahead and read some comments. Yeah, the, the last of the comments and the last of what we see here. So I think we saw around Steve. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Steve here says. He road to perdition. Uh, he, yeah, he says um, Hanks was great and road to perdition. Crystal, we're still watching. The beer was good. Uh, Joe says La Onda. La onda. That's right, Joe. That's right. American he Santana. says American Me Santana definitely. OMG. I'm sure that's to me not yes. seeing blood in blood out. Yeah. Joe, after you haven't seen the Matrix, you got a long <laughs> way to go, brother. Now, now the credit is now. Oh, hey, shit. Joe, no vegan diet, no vegan powers. Damn, I saw that. that was funny. <laughs> uh, Steve again says later, guys. Steve, good night again, man. Thanks for uh, thank you back. for coming back. We appreciate yeah. that. Uh, Joe says, for the ladies, I think I may have seen that. Oh, wow, okay, I, I didn't know that. Is that was Sad Girl or Sad Eyes or whatever, Joe? I remember that or whatever, and I was like, Whoa, it's a, this is this is a different one. Uh, Mario says, <laughs> What about the gangsters from Roger Rabbit? Damn, great, okay. I, those are guys. I was more worried about the dip in that one you know what i mean and then guys if you want to see a pretty funny movie about gangsters i would highly recommend oscar from sylvester oh, stallone <laughs> that movie is fucking hilarious marissa tomei tim curry sylvester stallone chas palomonari uh you know it's a pretty awesome yeah. cast you yeah. know we didn't even speaking of chas palomonari we didn't even really talk about a bronx, bronx sale obviously great it's a good movie and watch a, it a great movie i mean you guys yeah. know yeah, probably know a Bronx. So it's probably being a lot of people's top ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just doesn't feel too much like a gangster movie. No. It's about a kid's struggle right. between. There's gangsters in it, and is you know Chaz. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, one more thing, Mario, about Roger Rabbit. Me and my buddy, we always like to say when our old ladies are getting after us, uh, when we're having laughs with the boys, that they're acting like uh, Christopher Lloyd's character with the stop. So guys, yeah, we really enjoyed uh, the talk on uh, mobster yeah, movies. Yeah, this was fun. I love this. A one. lot of fun, yeah. man. So much more out there to cover. I'm sure we'll hear more. We appreciate it. 
in the comments at the end of the yeah, night, guys. I want to see Road to Perdition. I'm probably going to check that one out oh, tonight. I know, man. That's a good night a, movie. Oh, it's a know? perfect night yeah. movie. It's yeah. so mellows you out. Yeah. What a great – you know, I believe that, that the score is uh, Thomas Newton Howard. Nice. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I nice. love him. He's so great. Nice. And he he also did Shawshank, I think. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah but the last comments, Rock, uh, Foxy Roxy said she loved Oscar – uh, and she said she loves that's her baseball movie. tea. So, Guys, if you, you know, I've never comedy, seen that. I've never seen that comedy. One. That's a really good movie. So check it out. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, before we get out of here, double A, anything else? No, man. Just, uh, you know what? If you have any recommendations uh, for crime movies, gangster movies, hit me up because that's how I found out from CM showing me to uh, my uh, late day. I was a uh, boyfriend. Telling me about Carlito's way and Bronxdale. He's the one that told me about Bronxdale. Yeah, back in the nineties. I love that story. That's cool. So, I I, lo I do love an encounter with Joe, man. I love recommendations, man. I CM has given me so many recommendations, and I've loved it because he has given me. It's because of this guy I saw Casino. He opened this whole mobster genre for me. It's because of him I read Preacher. You know, it's it's because of his a lot of his recommendations that I, I've loved different genres so and hit me up hit us up with some recommend recommendations maybe put my hat back on there thing i think i look more like the detective though yeah, you do <laughs> yeah you look like elliot ness uh guys yeah man same thing goes for me with double a uh and his brothers obviously we've sat through so many mob movies together repeat viewing yes, yes, uh have. the books though literally wise guy and casino directly from this man who always does a deeper whatever dive anybody does <laughs> this man always dives one or 10 feet deeper than you so like i say hey you want to go head to head with with, with me you probably come out on top of a double a that's another story altogether <laughs> so um yeah guys mob movies man we love them so if there's any more anything we missed send them guys, over guys remember tomorrow mario's having a huge sell oh, right, on yes. the big bowen statues gorgeous so statues, statues. Are great so check him out tomorrow he'll be open this weekend for sure he'll be open this weekend so yeah. i'll probably be there for sure i want to i want to see my that ghost rider so. oh yeah and there's a punisher out there i want yes, there, sir. So, yeah. so, um guys check out authority comics okay at traders village Authority Comics Traders, which four bucks usually to get in, go right to the back. And you don't have to buy nothing. Right. Mario won't force you to buy anything. He's just, just fun look. to be around. Yeah. He's just fun to really. If you have really questions, to. you're you're trying to start a comic book collection. Just ask him, man. He'll give you the right leads. So, and you can always go down the street too and go check out yeah, Toy Matrix. Toy Matrix. Uh, yeah. Bobby and Gary will be there. Awesome T-shirts. Uh, Mario doesn't do T-shirts, but they certainly do. They've yep. got T-shirts yep. and a bevy of toys. Uh, probably more more. Uh, recent stuff like you know if you want mandalorian toys they'll probably Ooh, definitely have that nice. up in there nice. um, but i'm into the wand division right now and i told mario i want to go over there i want to see him about some house of m and some wanda uh wanda maximoff aka the scarlet witch yep. and vision stuff yep. i wish they call her the scarlet wanda. witch more I mean, look at her what a knockout right yeah what a gal so guys um that's it right yeah that's oh, it man yeah. hey guys uh drink some uh illegal liquor you know, smoke some cigars. Prohibition era. Yeah, man. Brew your own moonshine. Yeah. And forget about it. And forget about it. Huh? It's, it's a, She's a hot piece of ass. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. Hey, don't take no fugazis. All right? <laughs> no fugazis. All right, guys. So before we go, we always like to say one yep. thing before we get out of here. We yep. like to say, uh, if there's something that you want to do, you want to make your own moonshine, you want to make someone an offer they can't refuse, Ooh, nice. well, do it. Nice. Now is the time. Do it right now. Seize the day. 
You think Vito Corleone didn't seize the day? He certainly did seize the day. He sure did. And 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 sometimes Michael sees the day too, and in not the, not the right not the right way. So there's there's that. Uh, but the other thing is that sometimes you got to do, and these guys more than anybody, these these mobsters know that you got to do whatever it takes. <laughs> they do whatever it takes. <laughs> Maybe not. Don't go to their extremes. Don't go to their extremes. But you guys, sometimes you got to do whatever it takes. It's going to be hard. It's going to require work. It's going to require effort. It's going to require time. It's gonna, it is. You know That's what right. I mean? It's not easy to get t-shirts up and run a podcast and all that, but you can do it. So, uh, guys, seize the day and do whatever it takes. For myself, I am CM Chuck. Hey, I'm Double A, and I want to see you guys next Friday and hang out with all of you guys. Absolutely, guys. For us here, just another Friday night. Good night. <laughs>